Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. As we start things out by going right to your phone calls. That's the point of the show. We'll talk to Scott in Canada. Scott, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. How are you doing tonight? Hey, just great. Scott, what's on your mind? A few months ago, I called about a traffic kick, and I, I had gotten. What happened was the government set up uh, this sign that said no speeding, going over a certain speed in a construction in a construction zone. Normally, the speed there was 80 kilometers an hour. They had a sign saying uh, don't go over 60. Okay. Now, when I, when I drove through it, it was a Saturday night. There was no construction going on. There were no construction workers. But I still got a ticket. So what happened is I... I uh, I was going to fight it and go through the courts and uh, see what happens and uh, just do a little bit of experimenting. What I had done is I offered to pay the money to a charity instead of to them, and they you know, rejected that offer, and I went back and forth with them a little bit. But anyways... Well, that had worked for me, by the way, after uh, when the, just for our listeners to bring them up to speed on that tactic, uh, when the state was demanding money out of me after they threw me in a jail cell for my tenants having a couch out in their yard in uh, contempt of court... They, uh, I, I, they, they said they wanted one hundred and twenty dollars, and I said I, I would offer them uh, to, you know, to give double that amount to a local charity because it was at Christmas time and I was feeling extra charitable, and they accepted that. But that might have been because I had a blog and, uh, you know, was was telling them that whatever their answer was, I'd be posting it online. I don't know if it was that extra pressure that. Uh, well, plus you'd show, shown yourself to be uh, non-compliant up to that point. Yeah, that's true as well. Go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, I, I knew that they would reject it, and I did that on purpose so I could show people that they don't give a crap about helping people. They just right. about getting their money. Um, but anyways, what happened recently in the province of Manitoba is that uh, a law student challenged these tickets in court, and the judge, whoever, whichever judge it was, decided that these tickets were illegal because there were no workers present. And plus, they mm-hmm. didn't uh, post a sign to where the speed limit, where that restriction stopped. So you couldn't tell when you could speed up again to the regular speed. Right. So now a thousand people are being sent letters saying that they don't need to pay these tickets. Hmm. Um, but the the thing is, though, if you've already paid the ticket, tough for you. Yeah. That's pretty much what, 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 what the government has said, though. If you already paid, you've pled guilty, that means you admit doing wrong. Right. So no refunds. No luck for you. Yep. No refunds. No. So that's, that's the latest news on that, and that's just going on as of, like, yesterday and today. That the government came back and said, because people thought, maybe, oh, maybe I'll get a refund. Good luck with that. <laughs> so you had to pay? No, uh, because my court date was for July. So I'll probably be one of these people getting a letter saying I don't have to pay or go through the court system because I pled not guilty. And I see. I was waiting for my trial to come up. Always, always fight the tickets. Always. doesn't matter whether you're guilty or not. Just fight it. Waste their time, too. Hey, I'm with you, man. I just did a little yeah. bit of that myself. Uh, I might share my story. I posted it over at freekeen.com. Basically, uh, the short version is I sent a letter to the Keen bureaucrats here today. I uh, hand-delivered it, actually, saying, essentially, I'd like to see the proof of obligation uh, to actually obey your ordinances or your statutes, because uh, they're trying to charge us $15. Actually, it's now $35 because it's, uh, it's past their first late fee date. 
Uh, but they're trying to charge us because Julia parked the car out in front of the house in the street. And up here in Keene, they have this silly rule that says that you can't park in the street between November 1st and May 1st. And that's because of the snow plows, which, you know, that makes sense when there's snow around, uh, but not in the middle of April, which is when they gave out the ticket. So uh, I'm asking them for proof of obligation to pay it. And if they can pay, uh, if they can show that, then I'd like to know uh, then once they've shown that I have a proof of obligation, which they can't do. Uh, at that point, I would also like to know why it why it is they're doing this. Is this just revenue collection? Are they because there's no snow out and about, so it's either about obedience or revenue collection or both. So which is it, bureaucrats? Yeah, it's it's about obedience. They do the same yeah. thing here. They ticket you whether there's, there's snow or not. They just want your money. They want you to do what they say, and you know what can you do about it? Well, uh, you cannot pay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to. So and that's what and if more people would stop paying and stop obeying, then uh, they wouldn't be able to get away with this crap anymore. Thanks, Scott, for the call tonight, and thanks for sharing your story. Keep us in the loop as to uh, how it develops. Appreciate hearing from you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. However, my uh, little spat with the police department over a parking ticket is hardly the most important story in the news. Uh, I think one of them happens to be over at LouRockwell.com, where William Norman Grigg is reporting on something that has hit apparently the mainstream press in the form of uh, at least the Drudge Report, where he says it's been said that a lie is a poor way to say hello. It's also the standard greeting one receives from government employees, particularly those who carry guns. Around 10 p.m. on March 5th, a wolf pack of armed men gathered at the front door of the Lundeby family's home in Oxford, North Carolina. When she answered the doorbell, Annette was greeted with the sight of a state highway patrolman who introduced himself with a lie. Where did she go wrong? There's more to the story, but where did she go wrong? Opening the door. That's right, answering the door. There is never any reason to answer the door for these bureaucrats unless, you know, unless it's a situation where you've called them, your son is, your, your eight-year-old son has gone missing and they've, uh, they've found him or something like that, and, and you're expecting them to show up. But if, if armed bureaucrats show up at your front door, or any bureaucrats for that matter, you have no obligation to answer it for them. If they want to come in, they're going to come in whether you open that door or not. That much is true. So she answered the door, and he had the man introduce himself with a lie. Things went dramatically downhill from there. He told me that my son Ashton had committed a hit-and-run with somebody's car, she told Pro Libertad, uh, the ProLibertat blog in a phone interview. I said, no, that's not true. It was exactly the reverse. He was on the receiving end of a hit-and-run, and that happened last January. The state trooper's lie was, to, was a pretext to, to rouse the homeschooled teenager from bed and bring him to the doorstep. Once the falsehood shattered against Ms. Lundeby's polite resolve, however, the pretense was dropped and roughly a dozen armed men in body armor stormed into her home. One of them demanded that Annette go get her son, and the others fanned out to search the house. They wouldn't tell me who they were or where they were from, Annette recalled. All I knew was that if I said the wrong thing, I'd be dead on the floor and there would be nobody here to protect my children. So she went upstairs and woke up her son as instructed. And and that might sound uh, somewhat dramatic, but... There are plenty of cases where that is exactly what's happened. You've got armed men with guns with their figure, uh, fingers ready to pull the trigger. You better mm. do exactly as they say. And they've got the adrenaline flowing, too. Absolutely. And they're immune from any consequences if they do pull that trigger. All they have to do is make something up about how she jumped at them or something. And there's no cameras there. She probably didn't have a video camera in her hand. And even if she did, they could take the camera afterward unless she had Internet streaming from Quick.com. That's right. Which isn't a sponsor, by the way, but we just like them. When she returned with Ashton, she demanded to see a search warrant. 
She was shown the paperwork, but the intruders were still reluctant to explain why they had invaded her home. That's a good word, by the way, intruders. At some point, and kidnappers, in, uh, in point of fact, at some point over the next three and a half hours, Annette and Ashton learned that the men who had barged into their home were from the FBI, and that the teenage boy, who had never been in trouble with the police, was suspected of making several bomb threats via the Internet. The one that brought the FBI had been made against Purdue University in Indiana at 9.05 Central Time. Now, they live in now, do they, do they have North a motive Carolina. as to why he would want to uh, call a bomb threat in on Purdue, Indiana? I don't know, but he lives in Oxford, North Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's one of the things that bothers me about this whole thing. The bomb threat was made at 9.05 Central Time on February 15th. Now, Ashton had an alibi so tight it could be used as a space capsule. On the evening in question, he was at a meeting held in the Union Chapel Methodist Church in Kittrell, North Carolina, until after 9 p.m. local time, a fact that could be confirmed by interviewing any of several dozen witnesses. After helping his mother clean the chapel, Ashton accompanied her to a local grocery store to buy food and litter box filler for the family's three cats. Once again, this element of Ashton's alibi, for which his mother was an eyewitness, will be relatively simple to confirm. The Union Chapel Church is about 35 minutes away from the Lundaby family's home. Annette recalls the family got home shortly after 10 on February 15th, which wouldn't have given her son adequate time to log onto the Internet and make a bomb threat by 10.05 Eastern Time, which would have been 9.05 p.m. in Indiana. She also insists that her... Wait, isn't Indiana back on Eastern Time? It's close. I'm um, pretty it, sure Indiana's back on Eastern Time. Yeah, I thought it, I, th- I thought it was on Eastern Time, too. Let me look it up. In which that. case, that would be past 9.05. But either way, she also insists her son went straight to bed without turning on his computer. The FBI insists that the threat was made using Ashton's IP address. Ms. Lundeby insists her son was the victim of identity theft and that he was not the family's only victim. In fact, her late husband, a former employee of the Federal Bureau of Prisons, also had his personal financial information stolen, and Annette herself recalls that her bank account was hacked a couple of years ago. More coming up on this story about how this young man, 16 years old, is apparently being brought up on Patriot Act-related charges. From my understanding, we'll get back to more in moments. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You bring up anything. Dial toll-free 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And joining you tonight, it's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features, we give them away free, including archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download. They're yours free at freetalklive.com. And Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. Listen whenever uh, whenever and wherever you want, just like the podcast you're listening to now. Well, if you're listening to a podcast. Audible has over 60,000 titles to choose from. Every genre, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up today at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. That's audiblepodcast.com slash FTLs. We continue telling the story from the Lou Rockwell blog, or not the blog, actually, the, the main site, lourockwell.com, Will Norman Gregg, who is the man when it comes to reporting on the police state. Is that the guy we um, interviewed at the Liberty Forum? Or? No, he was unable to make the Liberty Forum. He was going to be speaking there, but I think there was some sort of family thing that came up. So who was the other Lou Rockwell blogger that had uh, three names? Anthony Gregory? Yeah, Anthony, Anthony Gregory. I don't know his middle name, though. Three names, though, apparently. All right, so we're going to continue the story here as a 16-year-old has been brought up, apparently, on Patriot Act charges. We haven't gotten to those details yet, but the, the beginning of the story... Has it uh, being, uh, I guess, nighttime family home in North Carolina? The FBI comes into a house with 
12 officers fully armed, uh, you know, a SWAT team raid, essentially, to come after a 16-year-old who allegedly made bomb threats, though his mom was with him in the night in which uh, he allegedly made those threats. He was at his church that particular night, and plenty of people were able to witness him being there. For the past several months, she explained to Pro Libertad, our family has been receiving bizarre and threatening phone calls from people because of the malicious activities of at least one hacker. We had the police call here claiming that someone had dialed 911 to report drugs in our home. I told them there wasn't anything going on here, but they were free to come and search the place to see for themselves. Uh-oh. Another big mistake. That's yeah. not something you want to tell the police. Even if you are certain that there's nothing in your home, you, you don't want them in there because they'll find something. That's their job. They want to arrest people. They won't people. always do that, but uh, it's it's a danger. Don't give them the opportunity. I mean, you may be dealing with honest cops, You're but free. you may you not. You don't need to. Yeah. She's, uh, she says that's an invitation she won't be extending again under similar circumstances. According to Annette, at least one of Ashton's friends can identify by screen name the hacker who made life miserable for the Lundabies. Once again, there's no shortage of leads for an honest, competent, reasonably resourceful investigator to follow in establishing Ashton's alibi. The unfortunate truth is the FBI is, as far as I can tell, entirely devoid of people meeting that description. Annette and her children were held hostage in their home until 1.30 in the morning. The 12-year-old daughter was dragged from her bed by an armed stranger, an act that left the girl traumatized, and one for which the assailant should be thrashed to within a centimeter of his tax-devouring existence. Annette insisted that Ashton not answer any questions without an attorney present. Good advice. But she wasn't permitted to call one. The feds confiscated Ashton's computer and gaming equipment and made off with a great deal of family paperwork. But they couldn't find a particle of evidence anywhere to suggest the teenager had built a bomb or that possessed the necessary knowledge and intent to do so. Nonetheless, they handcuffed Ashton and hauled him away to jail. A hearing was scheduled for 10 a.m., which meant that I couldn't get an attorney as none of their offices were open, Annette recalls. Her son was given a court... uh, Let's see, was that 10 p.m. March 5th? What is March 5th, guys? Let's uh, see if we all can figure that out here. That would be a Thursday, so I'm not sure why it would be that uh, the, the lawyers would be available. Well, maybe they don't come in until 10 a.m. or just was too well, soon. Nine just wasn't fast enough to get one of them over there, maybe? Yeah, and that, that must have been it. Anyway, she said that Annette was uh, feds confiscated his equipment, hearing scheduled for 10 a.m. Her son was given a court-appointed attorney, a typically ineffective net issue in the fashion of court-appointed defense counsel everywhere, was entirely disinclined to contest the prosecution's assertions. So, a lot of good he's going to do. He's probably one of those guys that's like, okay, just take the plea deal, kid. Not guilty. At the point, at this point, it's appropriate to note that the court-appointed defense lawyers perform exactly the same functions as jobbers in professional wrestling. Their job is to lose every contest. And Squash ju- match. Yep. Judges that's what they call it in wrestling. Yep, the judges in federal cases serve the same purpose as referees in pro wrestling matches. They offer a pitiful pantomime of objectivity as they advance the predetermined storyline. In this case, the script called for Ashton to be taken into federal custody under the terms of the Soviet-esque Patriot Act. Ah. The standard that they used to arrest and detain my son was not probable cause, as the Constitution requires, but rather good faith, as specified in the Patriot Act, said Ms. Lendeby. It's a good faith. This meant that they didn't have to provide real evidence of a crime because they didn't have any. All they had to do was assert their good faith reasons for arresting and holding Ashton, and the judge simply let it stand. So this sounds like it might be a case of IP spoofing, and they're they're running this kid in and causing his family all this anguish and expense, and they should be going after the real people who did it. Yeah, but that would re- that would take uh, effort, Wayne. It would take research, and it would take detective work. 
and they don't have any incentive to do any real work. It's easier to just point your fingers at uh, the first suspect and say, yeah, see, we found him. We're keeping America safe, people. Jack Webb is rolling in his grave. Before and after the hearing, Ashton, a 16-year-old, was kept in detention with as many as 30 adult criminal suspects. He was then transferred to a federal detention center in South Bend, Indiana, where he has been for more than 60 days. From North Carolina? That's correct. I mean, they're just trying to separate him from his family. Absolutely, they are, just as they'll do with uh, with anybody that gets arrested by the feds. As of today, May 5th, a criminal complaint in the case does exist, but Ashton has yet to be charged with a crime. Is this sounding familiar to anybody? Guantanamo. Our friend Sam, our co-host on this show, is in sitting in a jail cell, thankfully close by in Westmoreland, New Hampshire, but he's been in a jail for now four weeks as a result of attempting to record with a camera in a, a public court lobby. And he has not been, well, I guess he's been charged, but he hasn't been arraigned. And he certainly hasn't had a crack at a trial. So, due process? It apparently doesn't exist. We don't need no stinking due process. If it ever did exist, it doesn't exist now in America. Right, well, you know, it's they, they've moved so far away from the, the things that we were guaranteed in, by the Constitution. Uh, habeas corpus, uh, well, sorry, those, you know, we don't need to do that because... Well, we don't, we, you know, speedy trial, forget it. We don't have to do that. All yep. these things are... Uh, what are you going to do about it, huh? They're, what they're, are you going to do? They're remnants of, of different ages. They just don't exist anymore. And they do what they want. They say it's a nation of laws, but it's really not. It's a la- nation of former laws. It's a nation of arbitrary rule by men yep. and women calling themselves the government, and that's that all they are is just a violent monopoly. That's you all know, they are. You know, and in uh, Andrew Carroll's trial that we recently that recently went on here. Marijuana, in, uh, civil disobedience. Yep, here in Keene. Um, I thought that he should get a jury trial. What, where's his jury? You know, the, the, the fine was higher than $20. The Constitution says, uh, you know, if uh, the court trial is higher than $20, that you get a jury. Only in common law. Well, I mean, you know, how does how does the guy get common law? There is no common law. Right? Um, as far so as we the took that away. So right. therefore, you know, you don't get that. Right. They call it equity. I think is that what they call it? Equity law. Well, maritime equity law. That's maritime. That's essentially what we're under now. Yeah. Military law. So common law is still out there somewhere, Mark, but that's not how they're operating. Well, you have to you have to be in a court with common law jurisdiction, or you have to invoke it. Yeah. How do you do that? Well, the rules seem to keep changing. Yeah. Exactly. How do you keep up with all this stuff? How are you? How is anybody even supposed to know what the law says? It's an impossibility. So we continue with this horrific story, where according to this uh, again, LewRockwell.com, we're living in a country. Were we rather living in a country in which the habeas corpus guarantee was operational? Ashton was most, would most likely be free, and a lawsuit against his persecutors would probably be in the works. However, the late Bush administration, with the enthusiastic support of nearly every conservative commentator and activist of any consequence, quite thoughtfully disposed of the habeas corpus guarantee. And there's more to this story. We'll get to it in moments here and take your calls about whatever you want. 800-259-9231. Welcome to the new America. Hey, the other day I bought my first firearm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. At 357? Match. I even got a $5 guy discount. Nice. All I had to do was sign up for the military. Sign what? Huh? I have to die on rare! 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. So the federal government continues to be out of control and doing absolutely outrageous things. Of course, most people are going to look at this story, throw up their hands and say, what do we do about this? Well, we'll give you a solution here in a moment. But we'll continue the story for now of a 16-year-old young man, Ashton, living in North Carolina, who was uh, had his home raided by the FBI on allegations that he had sent a bomb threat into a campus, uh, the college campus, at Purdue University in the northwest corner of Indiana, which we checked the map, by the way, the time zone map, and apparently the northwest corner of Indiana is in central time, and the other, the rest of Indiana is eastern time. Well, it looks like the uh, southwestern corner might be, too. I don't oh, really? Know. I, didn't, I must have missed that part. The time zones in Indiana are a uh, slippery, slippery thing. Yeah. Well, so anyway, so they went in there, they raided this kid's house, they arrested him, they took him away from his family, and they locked him in a federal prison in Indiana. His family lives in North Carolina. So they brought him to, uh, you know, some hearing, some uh, sham hearing, and then they locked him away. And he's now been there for over 60 days. And what do you do about this? Well, here's the rest of the story from LewRockwell.com's William Norman Grigg. Since Ashton is being held on terrorism-related charges, his status is analogous to that of an enemy combatant, which is to say he can probably be held indefinitely. Heck, our friend Sam is being held indefinitely, and he's not being labeled an enemy combatant. He's just being held because he won't give him his name, his legal name, even though they already know what it is. So but you don't. But isn't this the kind of stuff that we talked about several years ago about the def, how the definition of a terrorist would morph, and we would get mission creep, and things like this would start happening? There, yeah, well, then they've suggested that you could be a terrorist for selling drugs. I mean, yeah, absolutely right. I mean, anybody who is guilty of a crime th- these days could be labeled a terrorist. You're trying to terrorize people with your criminal activities. Well, telling the truth can also label you a terrorist now, according Apparently. to some, some of these uh, bulletins they're, they're releasing. Talking about uh, freedom might uh, get you labeled as a terrorist, if that's what you mean by telling the truth. Yeah. yeah. So, which is to say, you can probably be held indefinitely and even be subjected to the same enhanced interrogation methods that so enchant many of the pew defilers in conservative Christian congregations. Ashton hasn't been mistreated yet, according to his mother. However, the 16-year-old, who is in every sense still a child in his mother's estimation, is in an environment defined by cruel, arbitrary regulations designed to break his will. Annette told me, I've been able to talk with him several times since he was taken into federal custody, but there was a period of about three weeks in which I didn't hear from him, and nobody would let me talk to him. I was frantic, and my mother, she just turned 81, had to be hospitalized for stress. You know, I, I, I'll bet. You know, I, um, Wayne, you've got older kids, but all I've got is uh, my little 14-month-old 14 14 uh, Jack, and if somebody came and took him away for something that, I, that seemed obvious to me that, you know, was some kind of trumped-up stupid charge that any, anybody in their right mind could spend a little time investigating and figure out that, uh, you know, it wasn't true, if somebody took him away, um, like, I, I would be nuts, frantic nuts. Doesn't matter how old your children are, you'd still be nuts because you love them. When that long silence was finally broken, Ashton explained to his mother that he was being punished for moving his eyes in the lunchroom. You ever had that one happen to you, Mark, uh, when you were in prison? Moving your eyes, getting thrown in uh, 
maximum or something like that? I've never heard of any such thing. I mean, I I can imagine they would do it. And the the, the thing with prison rules is they have a tendency to be progressive because the – the guards find out reasons of, you know, why, well, they, if, if he looks at other people, it could start a fight or something like that. They figure mm-hmm. out some reason why it should be true because it went, um, it, it used to be when the, the prison I was at where you, you, you know, it was about chow time and you'd get released from your dormitory and you'd go to chow and line up and everybody go in and they'd sit where they wanted to. They eat it as long as they want. Mm-hmm. Some of them, some, some of the uh, guys would uh, sit in there and like hawk uh, food off of other people's plates and stay as long as they could trying to eat as much as they could. Right. Others would. <laughs> Uh, you know, to take the swill and throw it away and leave, um, and then they change that to well, we'll sit, we'll seat you, and then it's all, and, and you know, then of course there's guards in there to make sure you sat in the right place, and then they had to listen to the noise of the convicts, and who wants to listen to that? Yeah. So then they decided you need to be quieter. Mm. And so it just keeps getting more oppressive. Right, then, then, then it's you need to be quiet, no speaking. No speaking Gosh. whatsoever in the chow hall. That's not an uncommon rule. Yeah. But now I can see, ten years later, hmm, makes perfectly good sense. Can't no move your eyes. looking, no unauthorized looking. He told me, Mama, all I did was try to find out what we were eating, but I got written up for moving my eyes. If the case goes to trial, Ashton would be prosecuted as an adult and would face a 15-year prison sentence. The feds, who at this point appear to have no case, are quite likely using the leverage offered by the Patriot Act and similar measures to terrorize Ashton and his family into a plea bargain that would serve, preserve rather the state's sense of infallibility and reinforce by precedent its, able to terrorize, or its ability to terrorize citizens at random. Something of this sort took place last time a teenager was charged with terrorism under the Patriot Act, specifically Section 802, which makes practically any crime committed on public property an act of terrorism. Two years ago, this is the creep you're talking about here, uh, Wayne. It was right there in the Patriot Act to begin with, so they didn't really have to creep too far. Two years ago, Andrew Thomas, the demented and politically ambitious prosecutor for Arizona's Maricopa County, which is an insane place uh, to live if, uh, if you love freedom, because Joe Arpaio, the sheriff, is a maniac, filed terrorism charges against Brent Clark, a 14-year-old delinquent from Mesa who pulled a pocket knife on a schoolmate. Thomas also charged the 8th grader with aggravated assault. What do we need terrorism charges for that? That's a simple assault. Or battery, or whatever. I mean, I don't. I, I, it, different towns are different. But well, he was charged ag- with that too. Aggravated assault, I think, is what that is. He was charged with that too. He was charged with aggra- but why, uh, aggravated assault. Why? Why terrorism? Well, then they can cut a deal, right? Then they're gonna. They always love to charge you with as much stuff as they possibly can, so and they can drop you, some of it and look better. Right? They can offer you a deal. Hey, hey, don't fight this. We'll drop these charges here, and we'll just give them the the full See, assault this charge. Is, this is the problem with. I don't know when plea bargaining came around in the first place, but that's the problem with plea bargaining in general. We shouldn't have it. The fact is, plea bargaining does nothing but help the state. It harms the victim, it harms the perpetrator, and it harms society. It harms society in this way because you can see that you know justice isn't being done. Um, it, it harms the victim because well, if the person did it, they should be punished to the full extent of the law, mm-hmm. and it harms the perpetrator because it takes, you know, people that wouldn't necessarily uh, take a bargain can get scared and then take the bargain rather than going to trial. If a man committed a crime, he deserves a trial and he deserves to serve a sentence. So invoking the post-patriot definition of terrorism helped extract a preemptive guilty plea from the adolescent and his family. In Brent Clark's case, there was an actual crime committed. He threatened a girl with a knife and tried, albeit not with much ardor, to take her hostage before permitting her to flee to her home. Brent's parents apparently discovered evidence suggesting the emotionally disturbed teenager harbored ambitions, how serious we'll never know, of carrying out Columbine-style violence. 
But none of that applies in the case of Ashton Lundeby. Apart from the use of Ashton's ISP information, a fact for which he and his mother have provided persuasive and easily inspected alibi, nothing connects the 16-year-old to a bomb threat anywhere. Under traditional Anglo-Saxon standards of evidence and due process, there is no case against Ashton. And this is precisely why the feds are apparently using the Stalinist Patriot Act to keep this youngster confined for as long as it takes to extort some kind of confession from him. If they determine the situation requires such measures, the feds can draw upon precedent in the case of, said in the case of Jose Padilla, the first U.S. citizen to be designated an enemy combatant and held indefinitely without criminal charges. As you may recall, Mr. Padilla was held for, oh, what, four years, I think? In Padilla's case, federal authorities conducted a prolonged campaign of psychological torture designed not only to break his will, but literally, in the words of the Bush administration official, to destroy Mr. Padilla's ordinary emotional and cognitive functioning in order to extract from him potentially self-incriminating information. Annette Lundeby once attended a police academy. Her late husband, as noted previously, was an employee of the Bureau of Prisons. The family's home in North Carolina is decorated with U.S. flags. The three of them are devout Christians who spend most of their free time in church-related activities. The loss of Annette's husband was a severe blow, and the continued harassment they've suffered from hackers and identity thieves is the sort of thing one reads about in the Book of Job. But the treatment of Ashton by the regime is like something from a modern dystopian literature. Indeed, Franz Kafka might find the story nearly implausible. Annette said, This isn't America. Not the America I knew, not the one I grew up in. This is like something out of a third world dictatorship where the people in power just do whatever they want to anybody they choose. I want my son back, and I'll do anything I can to free him. But people need to know that if this isn't stopped now, any of us at any time can be treated the same way. The next time it will be your house they visit in the middle of the night, and your children they take away. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever is on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features, they're free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their sites. Ours is free at freetalklive.com. Now, if you like the show and you want to help voluntarily support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations around the country and bringing more Internet listeners on board around the world. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com to get on board and get the perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, chat room, and more. Amp.freetalklive.com. As we go to uh, your calls, Steve is in Canada. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind tonight? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Hey, Steve. Doing great. Good. I think this this story about this 16-year-old gentleman is disgusting. I mean, I live in Canada, and I can't imagine that happening here, but it wouldn't surprise me if it did. Mm -hmm. Um, The worst part about it and and, and what it really – where does it come from? You know, it it all stems, unfortunately, from 9-11, the Patriot Act, the elimination of posse comitatus. I mean, these draconian laws that strip people of their rights are all based on 9-11. I agree with that, um, but they, they, had, they had the Patriot Act ready to go before 9-11 because exactly. they, inter- they introduced it very quickly. So very one, quickly. Um, so what that means to me is they were waiting for a big disaster in order to uh, you know, p- put this into play. So it doesn't necessarily, I mean, it, like it could have been any disaster. 
It, it could have been any disaster. You're right. It, it just happened to be 9-11. It happened to be a situation where they were able to peg that particular incident on terrorists, radical Muslims, mm-hmm. that they were able to frame the same way as this young gentleman was able to be framed. And I don't think it's any surprise that you see what's going on right now. I mean, this was... If you have a document like the Patriot Act already waiting in place, why would you have that there? I don't understand why a government would have something in place like that. Because they wanted it, but they just didn't have the support, the public support for it until they they got scared. And any time anyone has ever called in about 9-11 truth, they're, they have met resistance on your show. That's and I it's for good reason, why, too. why, because it seems impossible that a government would do such no, a thing. No, no, that's not the reason why. No, you haven't okay. listened carefully to what we've said then when we've discussed these things. It's not the reason. Be, it's not because it's impossible that a government could do those things. There are plenty of examples of uh, false flag operations in the past where governments, uh, uh, this government has lied about the things it's been involved in. I mean, uh, most not- one of the most notable examples would be the, the Gulf of Tonkin uh, event that allegedly started the Vietnam War and is in point, point of fact completely fabricated. Uh, so but the USS Liberty. There are uh, plenty of examples of this uh, across time. The reason why uh, we aren't interested in getting into discussions about so-called 9-11 truth is because it's just more opinion or more people claiming to have the true facts as opposed to the other true facts that the other side claims, and none of it, none of that that discussion does anything to advance liberty in our lifetime or does anything, in my opinion, to be a persuasive method of bringing new people on board to uh, the message of freedom. All it does is it tries to paint the government as evil in a roundabout fashion fashion by making claims that are almost impossible to verify as true. If we want to paint the government as evil, it's not a hard thing to do. We just read a story that does a fine job of it that nobody can deny is true in any way, shape, or form. So I prefer to go and talk about undeniable, concrete examples of tyranny as opposed to speculative examples of tyranny. That's the difference. So if you all want to call in and talk about it, you haven't been stopped from it, but you are going to uh, encounter some resistance and some eye-rolling by those of us on the crew here because it seems counterproductive to me. Uh, you guys want to chime in here? You're welcome. Yeah, I was going to say that nobody will, I don't think, will ever really know what exactly happened there at 9-11. Nobody really knows. So to speculate right. about it is just, it, it's folly. So let's Especially to it's, debate it's about it. It's not complete folly, though, guys. You've got to admit there's a lot of credible evidence well, out there. there Dr. Yeah, Dr. There was Stephen just, Jones. Now we're had, getting into the uh, the debate, which I don't have any interest in getting into. You sit there and say, well, there's credible evidence. Dr. So-and-so, experts here, experts there. And then the well, other side says, trust? we've got experts too. Popular who, Mechanics has experts in their articles. Oh, and they, you just keep, see, you just are, are poo-poo you, their experts. So me? they poo-pooed right. your experts, well, and we go back and forth forever. And right, where do and, we get? And, le- and let's make the point here that you think that, I mean, it's it's true as far as you're concerned that we're bringing people to liberty, right? I love what you guys do. I Great. think it is. Wait, you don't. You don't have to. Just, I got a point I want to make here. And yep. let's say that Alex Jones is bringing people to liberty too. And we'll use him. He's a. He's a. You know, kind of does this conspiracy yep. thing. I don't listen to his show too much. I've heard it. You know, a couple of times, honestly. Um, and was, you know, but there's different paths, and that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, why do I have to take the same path that Alex Jones is taking? There's two different shows that are going to appeal to two different audiences. Isn't that great? Isn't that perfect? Well, that, that's, what, that's what I love about 
independent journalism and uh, independent radio like what you guys do. You do you bring so many amazing stories to light, and you talk about a lot of different things. My my only point is that when this was brought up, like the whole idea of 9/11 Truth and things sounded fishy. It it was a matter of look at what it's doing to take away the rights of the citizens. It not hasn't so much done the that. Government do it. The, the right. 9-11 event did not take away any rights. You it was used your... by the same government that has used all kinds of different uh, incidents as you know an right. opportunity to take away rights. Likely you'll, uh, likely you'll see, rights? you'll likely you'll see uh, the swine flu have um, having taken away a certain amount of rights. Um, at least people give their rights away. They just don't stand up for their rights. If you don't stand up for your rights, then it's easy to have them so-called taken from you because you never bothered to claim them in the first place. Right. There were right. also there were also some bad laws passed right after the Oklahoma City bombing. And people forgot about that, but that was a big, big chunk of rights that were taken away covertly that uh, we found out about later. Yeah, why don't we start talking about that again? Let's bring up the allegations of there being, you know, the mystery Iranian guy or Iraqi guy that was uh, allegedly on the scene and how the FBI came around and confiscated all the cameras. Where's that video? Let's start demanding the video and bringing in the experts to talk about the Oklahoma City bombing because that was an important terrorist action. Why doesn't that get any coverage these days, huh? The point is, is that every time there's a big event, government utilizes it to pass more crazy and crazy laws. Seems obvious. And to we me. agree you'll with that. No, you'll absolutely just, agree with that. Yeah. It's the it's the it's the uh, question as to whether or not the government is doing it or not that we sort of disagree on. And I just don't know. I, I don't even know if that. I disagree. I, I'm not even sure. All I'm saying that is that there isn't any point in in spending valuable right. airtime that we and you agreed that we're bringing people to liberty and yeah. we're doing it with valuable airtime um through talking about stories like the one we're talking about whereas other shows are using their you know airtime to talk about it i mean there's there's opportunities out there mm-hmm. do you have to convert every talk show host into you know your way of thinking do you think that's going to work no no and that's not my point my my, my whole point is that it just the government uses every opportunity possible uh-huh. to strip away the rights. You are correct. Legislation that they seemingly have at the drop of a hat, thousand-page um, documents that they just oh oh here we have something here now because of this and the you know this swine flu. Whatever you want to call it, avian, uh, now it's an N1, whatever it is. They have stuff in place, and it seems to be like the government just keeps on pushing and pushing and pushing. And the only reason I brought up 9-11 is the fact that people were afraid to tackle that because there wasn't enough. When is there ever enough evidence when, uh, to show the government is lying when they control the mainstream media we have evidence every night on this show of government telling lies. We have we've given we've given evidence today of government telling lies. In the case of this story, they lied to the mother when she opened the front door to get her to get her you know bring her son out. I mean, there there are all kinds of lies the government tells, and it's made uh, completely obvious. We don't have to talk about the melting temperature of steel and all of the other you know the airplane engines and all of the other little factoids that the 9/11 truthers uh, like because to bring up so often because it's, that's all speculative and there's no way to nail because down because there the are truth. smart people on the other side of that. 
combat issue that are coming up with, uh, you know, like uh, other obfuscations, 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 obfuscations. Right. Sorry. So they're coming up with obfuscations, whatever. On the other side, and I, to me, what that does is that invalidates the point if. Whether it's true or not, people don't believe it. It just bogs down the discussion. Steve, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. Keep up uh, the good work, I guess. 800-259-9231. You get out there and spread whatever you think is going to work. Personally, I think that uh, digging into conspiracy theories and trying to persuade people that your uh, version of the story is the correct one it seems to be a, a time waster to me. I'd rather talk about real concrete examples of government tyranny that cannot be denied, like them throwing this 16-year-old boy in a federal prison cell on flims- the flimsiest of charges. Hour 2, coming up. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-800-259-9231. And it is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com as we go right back into your phone calls. Again, bring up anything at 800-259-9231. Ladies first. We'll start things out with Isabella in Texas. Isabella, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Hey, guys. Hey, Isabella. What's on your mind tonight? Um, not much. Um, I want to talk about a website called The Question Club, where there's kind of a debate going on about whether or not to burn the Constitution. But really, while I've been waiting, I thought about something else. Um, two big participants in that fight, they're kind of my e-friends, Yava and Kay Hendricks. I really want to hook them up, and I, had, uh, I wanted to know what you guys thought about libertarian, libertarian dating. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, like, what do you think would be the best way to get two people together who are inherently really selfish? Well, okay, well, do they live close by to one another? Yeah, as far as I know, they're both in Texas. Well, isn't everybody selfish? Um, I guess to some extent, but I mean, really, you kind of need to check it out. It's All right. Do you I ha- don't know. I just wanted to know what your feelings on that were. Well, wait. What do I wait? I need to check out the the Question Club or a different website. I'm confused. I'm a little confused. Please help. Um. Well, I just uh, that's originally why I started talking to you guys. Okay. Um, was because of the, this debate that um, Kay Hendricks started about. Yeah, I have my uh, my Google search for Free Talk Live pops up with whatever comes up in the top 20 hits or whatever on Google with Free Talk Live in it. And I saw the Question Club thing come up, and when I clicked on the link, I, I didn't find the discussion, so I wasn't really sure what that was all about. So there was a discussion on this the Question Club website. That's what led you to Free Talk Live, and then you wanted to ask us about your two friends that you know through the website that you think should get together on a dating basis. Am I following you correctly? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so the question is how to get them together? Yeah. Okay, well, let's I have them trade pictures and see if, you know, sparks fly. <laughs> right. Tell, um, tell, tell the guy, uh, give me your picture and your telephone number. I'm going to give it to the girl. And then tell the girl, I'm going to give me your picture and telephone number. I'm going to give it to the guy. And uh, we'll see, what, see where that goes. And then after that initial sort of, uh, you know, introduction, there's not really much you can do. You know, sometimes that works out and sometimes it doesn't. Um, and it's just hard to say. Life's full of chance. 
I do okay. think it's good for libertarians to date <clears throat> because it, it can be it can be difficult to be in a relationship with somebody who has uh, significantly different values, mm-hmm. and you know that can be that, that can be it can be problematic inside of a, a dating relationship to have uh, somebody who has different <laughs> Wayne values. <is> nodding. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't totally off base there, thinking that it would be a good match. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't hurt. Uh, It's my understanding there are some libertarian dating websites out there. What's one of them? Libertarian Passions, I I think, is is one uh, of them. I don't don't know if it's terribly uh, active. I don't know how active it is. I'm not sure. Are you serious? There's actual dating sites for this? There is. There are dating sites for everything. You want to date an amputee? And I can tell you, there are. If you move up to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, and you are a liberty-minded female, you will have the oh, pick, yeah. the of, pick the of the liberty guys. I mean, yeah. there are so many uh, lonely libertarian guys up here in New Hampshire. You can get whichever one you want, pretty much. Oh my God, you're kidding! Well, I'll have to keep that in mind. All right, Isabella. Anything else on your mind tonight? No, that's pretty much it. Oh, hey, if you are brand new to the show, you need to take a look at the Shrine of Female Listeners when you get a chance. We haven't had a a Shrine submission in a little while, so if you'd like to be up there, (laughs) we would love to have you. Thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. We continue and talk to Rhonda, listening in Canada. Rhonda, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hi, how are you? Just super, Rhonda. What's on your mind? Uh, Not much. I'm actually from the same website that Isabella was calling from. And I was just really curious about your uh, radio program, just because in Canada, we don't really, well, I'm not aware of any radio shows exactly like this. There aren't very many shows like this anywhere on the radio. In fact, I don't know of any of them, even in the United States. I can't really think of another radio show that has like 50% commercials. Oh, I don't know if that's true at all. Actually, point of fact, it's more like uh, quarter. No, it's even, well, it's 20 minutes per hour. So, yeah, probably a quarter. Yeah, probably 20 minutes minus five minutes of news. So, yeah, probably at 25%. Wow, wow that's, in, that's incredible. Um, well, hey, the bills have to get paid somehow. I mean, the satellite time is not cheap, let me tell you. In, in this day of the Internet age, we could do an Internet-only show and then have virtually no overhead. And Well, in fact, if you download the podcast of the show, then the ratio changes, right, Mark? Right. I would say right now what, we got a two-hour-long oh, podcast, on the podcast. With, with, what, two minutes worth? Uh, so, like, 1% in the podcast or Yeah, if you like listen that? live, you, uh, you, you, have, you sit through the commercials. If you listen on podcasts, you really don't. Yep, Not so nearly. there's different ways to listen. How much does it cost to, like, fund this program? Can I ask? Is that too personal? Does it cost to buy ads, you mean? Well, I mean, it doesn't cost to buy ads, but, like, to run the satellite time or to just run the show in general, how much, like, well, there's are two, you guys doing this? There are two factors. There are two or? factors. We work, uh, with the show, we work with our network, the Genesis Communications Network. Now, for them to put their network up on the satellite, it's going to cost them several thousand dollars per month, and they have several satellite channels. But for just one channel, and to hire the board operators in there that they need to have uh, 24-7, and all of the equipment and everything, I mean, you're probably looking at... Uh, at, at least you know fifteen twenty grand a month or something like that. I mean, I'm not running that oper that side of the operation, so I don't know exactly what it is that that, that they're spending. And that would just be again for for one channel, and they're doing four. Uh, so it, are, as far are you guys as volunteer or, or what? No, we get paid for our uh, you know we, we we get paid through the through some of the advertising on the show. Um, Genesis and the you know Genesis the net, does not pay network. us. Yeah, Genesis doesn't pay us. They give us a certain amount of ads to sell, and then I during the day sell those. ads ads to advertisers, and we get paid that way. And you're selling those ads at very affordable rates, by the That's way. Those correct. who are interested should email Mark at sales at freetalklive.com. Oh, oh, 
I'm not interested, but thank you. I'm just curious how you go about finding the ads, too, because uh, I, I noticed you had one for pepperspray.com. That's I not one of ours, really is it, Mark? That's, that's one of those um, funny things is that uh, because everybody's got their hand in the advertising pie here, the, the local stations have um, have it, the Genesis, they, have, uh, they, they of course, sell some, and then Free Talk Live sells some. And the pepper spray one is not ours. But and how do you ad. go about finding the ad? Still, is a good question okay. to answer, Mark. Uh, the, how do you do that? Uh, one of the one of the ways, uh, you know, people people write in and want to buy ads. Um, I listen to those other, are the easy ones, but it's yes. you have to go out and look for them too, because you can't expect people to write you and say, "Oh, please let me buy your advertising." You have to put it out there. That much is true. Okay. Although sometimes they're the best ones. So um, how do you do that? Uh, I, I listen to other radio shows, listen to products that I think would be a, a, a good match. Um, you know, sometimes if they're advertising other places, I kind of look around, but mostly it's other radio shows. So you, you you went looking for the ads that were kind of directed at weight loss and and uh, the pepper spray and self-defense and, and those things like those were you think those are what your viewers are interested in? Well, uh, you can view the radio if you want, but uh, they're listeners. Um, the, <laughs> as I said, the pepper spray one is not one of ours, um, so I didn't go after them. I don't okay. I, I don't listen to the commercials during the break. Generally, I take my headphones off, um, so I don't know anything about the weight loss one. I can assure you that uh, the weight loss one is not ours also because we currently don't have a weight loss product on. But well, you have in the past. We have in the past, and I still recommend it because it really worked for me, and it was DEC-C20. I'm trying to get them back on the you know the 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 bad economy they're not so everybody's interested. got an excuse yeah right? everybody's got and you kept the weight off too mark no i haven't <laughs> <laughs> no i haven't are you looking good mark i am a beautiful he's a, man he's on the webcam you can see him over at cam.freetalklive.com i say this in the hetero wow. way though mark is hot he is hot you'd like him but he's married well now you got you're gonna have to send a picture in for the shrine of female listeners now that you're asking questions about what mark looks like see oh you're married can you do that i yeah, am he is married i am married he's yes. married and so is wayne that- so am I. I mean, does that somehow go against your libertarian views to be married? Um, you know, I, some some might say so, but uh, I traded the thirty pieces of silver um, back uh, several years ago because uh, my wife was working for the state at the time, and I traded in, uh, um, you know, for the opportunity to get, uh, you know, basically free surgery. I I had a nose problem, and I knew that uh, I didn't want to pay the several thousand dollars in order to get my deviated septum fixed, and so if I married her, I, we could use the uh, state insurance to do so, and I did. Hey, Rhonda, it's been a great first call. Calls again. Sometime we appreciate hearing from you tonight. 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. That is the point of the show. It is why we call it Free Talk Live. Yeah, I got a biting call there. In a, yeah, a she, little she, bit was, of a she was putting us on the on the ropes. She's trying. a sharp cookie. 800-259-9231. Hopefully Slipping we'll hear from her slide, again. moving and grooving. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. Call still loaded up. If you're on the line, we will get to you. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, your show, you bring up anything, toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 800-259-9231, and it's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are totally free. That's freetalklive.com, and those features include archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, you click, you download, they're yours, right there on the front page of the website, totally free at freetalklive.com. 
Liberty.com. What if you found out the best liberty activists from around the world were moving to the same place in order to achieve liberty in their lifetimes? Would you want to join them? It's happening, and you can be a part of it. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. So I was digging around, doing a little more digging uh, this time on the Question Club, now that we've had a couple calls from visitors or users, rather, of that particular website. And I had, as I said before, I'd gotten the Google update email about Free Talk Live this morning, and I clicked on the Question Club, and it's, you know, it's essentially a blog site. Uh, it's, it's actually not, it doesn't have its own URL. It's another blog, basically, at the Live Journal website. And so you'll pretty much have to Google the Question Club to find it. But once you find it, there are all kinds of things. They encourage you to ask questions about anything, and people will there give you answers. There is thequestionclub.com. Is there? Okay, That's maybe it forwards you. Does it, food, entertainment. Hmm. Does that forward you to a live journal? Uh, no. Okay, so I'm not sure. Maybe maybe they're both interconnected. I, you know, I've only had a commercial break to really look into this at this point. And which is one of the other reasons it's nice to have commercial breaks during a live radio show. So you can, you know, go to the bathroom and because they were asking about our commercials on the show and how the business works. Berating us for having too many. Uh, apparently. It wasn't berating. Well, you know, I mean, th- th- there's probably people that are used to listening to Internet radio, right? Uh, they, they live in the, the Internet world where things are a little less commerciable, if that's a word. I don't know. Uh, well, but I, I, you know, I can tell you that uh, if it was good radio uh, there on the inter- interwebs, uh, it would be on regular radio, too. Yeah, maybe. That would depend on how interested program directors and regular radio stations are at looking at Internet shows, which I think they should be. I think program directors around the country should be looking to Internet uh, podcasts and streams to find content for their radio stations. But I don't know how many of them are innovative enough in that in that way. So anyway, I was looking into the uh, the Question Club and went to their website, and I did finally find one of the threads about Free Talk Live. And so many of them are listening now, and so hello to our brand new listeners uh, tonight. And so it seems like they're testing the waters, uh, so to speak. You know, when we say how it's free easily talk can Live, we get on? Well, it is easy to get on. It First of all, is. when you call in, uh, you, and one of them claimed they were hung up on by the phone screener, and our phone screeners are not supposed to be doing that. So I don't know if that's a true claim or not. Well, it could be. Uh, there's always problems in answering phones yeah. and things like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, if if you use foul language with the phone screener, uh, you might very well get hung up on. That's a, yeah. There's a very real po- possibility because then it's likely you'll use foul language on the air, and we don't need that. Well, yeah, we do still have radio stations, and we have to protect them, and so you know we've got the right. dump machine capability and all. Let's that. talk about prank calls. We love good, pr- good uh, prank. Calls. Please prank us. Well, call about anything too. It seems but like they're testing the waters to see if they know. Really- uh, but but we, we you know, specifically no no dirty words because then you get dumped and your call didn't get on and sorry. Yeah, then you wasted all your time. Yeah, I mean you can say them, but we're going to dump you and that then you've wasted completely wasted all of your time. So we don't want you to waste your time. But you can call the show about anything, and so I think that's some, some of them are testing that tonight to see if it's really true, and it really is. So whatever's on your mind goes if you dial in eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So we continue. Oh, Bordop is saying that the phones were loaded, so they might not have gotten to him. He's supposedly screening everybody through the screening process. His name, where are you calling from, and in one word or so, what do you want to talk about? It's not one of those detailed, tell us everything about your life, your grandmother's diaper size, all of that stuff. Uh, that's what you get on most talk shows. That doesn't happen here. So let's continue and talk to Melissa in New York. You're on Free Talk Live, Melissa. I'm Melissa, by the way. You are. And I'm also from the Question Club. Melissa, right. and- Melissa or oh. Alyssa? Wait, no, which no, one was yes. both. Alyssa. Alyssa. A-L-Y-S-S-I-S. Gotcha. Alyssa, question for you before you get to the point of your call. 
is the question okay. club now talk radio historically has been a, a kind of a male media males are t- attending to be the listeners of and the hosts of talk radio shows and on free talk live we have a ladies come first phone policy because we want to encourage more ladies to be participating in the show if they are listening now we've had three calls from question club uh, the question club users tonight and three of three have been female callers is the question club a, a, tar- a website targeted at females or is it just total coincidence that three of you happen to be three of the callers happen to be females from there oh no not at all there's a lot of guys on there and they're really nice the question club is marketed towards people on live journal that are really bored gotcha all right Alyssa. how can we help you tonight what's on your mind well your ad about pepperspray.com <laughs> had me thinking about a dog spray and how it's legal for post office people to have that. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering what your stances are on animal cruelty since there was a thread not so long ago talking about someone who was ecstatic about her dog being put down. So She was what? what ecstatic about she was, it? She was upset? No, well, she ecstatic. was excited. She thought it was good? Yes. Why did she think it was good? I don't know, because the dog was a pain in the butt, I guess. Wow, that seems pretty cruel to me. I, I assume that yeah. this is this is a young girl whose uh, parents put down the dog, and she just didn't like the dog. I hope so. I, I, well, well, Gandhi, I mean, I don't hope so, but... Gandhi said uh, something to the effect that you can judge a nation by how it treats its animals, and mm. I think that that's true with uh, people, too, and you can judge people by how they treat animals. Um, I love my animals. I've got two kitties. Uh, in fact, uh, Mr. Ravage is probably lurking around here somewhere. And, uh, Mark, you've got a couple of animals. And, Wayne, I think you've got a handful of them, right? Don't even yeah. ask. So <laughs> does that answer your question? Well, I mean, we uh, love what, animals. What, I love what animals. do we think about animal cruelty? Um, it depends on what you mean by cruelty. Um, I, you know, I have uh, animals that I love very much, and I loved very much eating some animals for lunch today. <laughs> what do you think? Well, first off, what do you think about vegetarians? And second off, what animals do you have? <laughs> okay, I, I'll start because I've got three dogs, I've got two rabbits, and a guinea pig. Uh, my kids have have a lot of that stuff. And personally, I, I I don't judge people who are vegetarians. I think vegetarianism can be very healthy. However, a lot of vegetarians I know do not get all the nutrients they need and end up being very gaunt and unhealthy because I think people, most people, especially if you're of Western European descent, need a little bit of meat in your diet, maybe not cruel cruelly raised meat maybe you need but you need a little bit every so often especially if you crave it and and i've found a lot of people former vegetarians who have said the same thing and then i crave cake do i need cake in my diet <laughs> no i wouldn't say you need cake but there's a lot of nutrients in meat that most people do need in, in small amounts i think people overeat meat and therefore it's overproduced but getting back to cruelty i'm very much against cruelty to animals my dogs are like members of my family they hardly they, they're in the house with us they go in the car with us i mean we love them they're they're like our kids and I, and I, I think, don't people, think yeah, go ahead. yeah I don't think that that cruelty to animals necessarily uh, I don't think we have to pass all these new laws against it I think it's it's common sense that you're not cruel to animals well I think they should be ostracized I think people yes. that are cruel to animals should be outed and ostracized for what they've what they've done to their poor defenseless uh, you know creatures that they because there are yeah. always unintended consequences to passing a bunch of laws against animal cruelty because then it always seems to morph into something much bigger and more egregious down the road somebody ends up getting caught in the the net of this law that shouldn't be so yes i think we all agree that cruelty to animals is stupid and i know that a lot of people online talk about this stuff all the time the real question is do you want to use the guns of the state to prevent it and if that's effective or not melissa thank you for the call good hearing from you welcome to the show 800-259-9231 that is the SACL cai toll-free line 
you can bring up whatever's on your mind. I think I'll go post over at the Question Club here and uh, say hello to them. So thanks to everybody who's joining you, the show tonight. You are a BBS uh, nerd, that's uh, for sure. Yeah, total, oh, yeah. total internet geek. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I like to welcome uh, new listeners to the show. It's obvious they're coming from one place. It's Free Talk Live. Alakees.com is a community for self-learners. At Alakees, you'll find tools to help you connect with people learning the same things you're learning, tutor other community members, and to make contacts that can help you find jobs. You can also earn money by sharing your know-how with others and contributing quality content. Visit Alakees at A-L-E-K-E-S-E dot com. Again, that's A-L-E-K-E-S-E dot com. This is Free Talk Live, your show. Bring up anything toll-free, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Features, by the way, including the bulletin board system. So for those of you listening over at uh, the the Question Club, you might be interested in our BBS, though there's some nasty trolls over there. Uh, I mean it. <laughs> I don't think I'm they serious. can it. They're yeah. nasty. Uh, BBS.freetalklive.com is where you can go with over 450,000 posts, lots to talk about, serious issues to fun stuff, and full of trolls. <laughs> Except not us, though. We're like golden retrievers. Right. Yeah. Join more than half a million people who've trusted LegalZoom.com for their common legal documents. Incorporate your business, create your will or a living trust, even register a trademark, empowering you, protecting you with common legal documents. All the common legal documents. Most of the things you need at LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL to save $10 off your order. It's, it's LegalZoom.com. 800-259-9231 as we continue taking your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. Ladies first, we go to Jennifer in Connecticut. Jennifer, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, Jennifer, what's on your mind tonight? Okay, well, there has been a general assessment made about me that I am possibly a sociopath, so hmm. I would want, I was wondering if you guys were going to come to the same conclusion at some point. Well, I, I can't imagine that anybody can come to that conclusion within a few minutes, but let's give it a shot. Let's. No, oh, but you'd be surprised. I mean... Uh, few questions you never know all right so what evidence do you want to present that would lead someone to believe that you could be a sociopath you know i haven't the slightest idea that's that's a big reasoning behind that i personally think that i'm not a sociopath do you and i don't see any of my behaviors being sociopathic have you killed animals um when i was little i used to kill bugs i used to take off the heads of beetles for fun Um, i've de-legged some centipedes in my past how old (laughs) Um, I want to say maybe 13, 12-ish. Oh, okay. And okay. so you haven't killed any mammals or birds? No, no, not, not purposely, no. Frogs? Frogs, no. Well, well in, in science class, of course. Did, did you attend didn't any... kill it, did you? You just cut it up. Oh, yeah, I cut it up. Same thing, kind of. Well, did you attend any support groups to stop this behavior? For bugs? Well, of course not. Kids do that stuff. Wayne, come on. Yeah, Everybody does that. I, I have to say that I, I you know, for one, These serial killers do. generally uh, kill uh, animals in their youth. You no, just say killers? I say serial killers. Oh, okay. And okay. sociopaths is, you know, kind of wrapped up in that serial killer thing. Those are the dangerous sociopaths. Um, but, uh, you, and you don't know why well, it is that people well, have called you sociopaths. Well, I don't think soci- I'm dangerous. That's, that's not what I'm saying here. Well, it starts with killing bugs, but then what did you graduate to after bugs? 
Well, no, it stops with the bugs. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't think that I'm a sociopath. So okay, well, I I, we have no really reason to believe me. that you're a sociopath because we don't really know that much about you. I mean, do you enjoy seeing people suffer? Uh, do you enjoy inflicting well, yeah, pain? Sometimes it really depends. I mean, I don't enjoy seeing people suffer. Um, it's more that I don't really care if people suffer. If that mm. makes sense. What about um? What about uh, movies? Have you cried at any movies ever? Um, the Green Mile. Holy shit, that was. Oh, the sorry, movie. gotta let you go. Goodbye. If you do that, you are going to lose, unfortunately. And sorry. I understand, you know, people get excited about the movies they like, and you you get passionate. But unfortunately, we are on you know a couple dozen radio stations, and we do need to keep uh, make sure we protect their licenses. So if you don't say that word, which of course, if you were listening on the internet, you probably get to you probably got to hear. But if you're listening on the radio, you don't. If you don't say the S word, the F word, the C word, and the other C word, you're pretty much good to go. That's a, that's a, that's a general ground rules as far as talking on a radio show. Just an FYI. So if you if you messed up, you can call back tomorrow night and try again. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We continue taking your phone calls and talk to, I believe we have I-Maria or E-Maria in Canada. How do we, how we, how do we pronounce that one? Hi there. Uh, it's it's uh, actually Amaria. Amaria. Okay. Yeah. I, I figured uh, you were a female, but... Uh, I know. But I it comes up more than once. What's on um, I'm actually the uh, moderator of the Question Club. Welcome. Um... That's a busy forum. For... I'm, I'm looking at one of the threads on there, and within a uh, within the ten minutes uh, that we did the last segment, there were something like seven full pages of comments posted. A lot of people go there, huh? The one that's uh, that we're talking about you right now, it's currently uh, over a thousand comments. And, so, and how short of a period? Is that epic? Of t- yeah. How how short of a period of time was uh, those, were those thousand comments generated? Uh, let's see. Well, the we're talking uh, with Imaria. A little, little more than an hour. Oh, wait, wait. Was it Imaria or Imaria? I'm sorry. Imaria? Imaria. Imaria. Got it. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, just uh, wanted to call in specifically to uh, invite anyone listening, especially yourself, as a member to the Question Club. Uh, you know um, what? I spent the whole last segment trying to log in, and I've got this uh, clunky open ID thing, which is, uh, for those that don't know, and I'm sure, Mark, you don't know about this, but well, you probably do, uh, there's this open ID thing that different websites across the Internet have decided to sign on to. And so you you sign up for an open ID through one of the open ID providers. Once you have that open ID, you can then use that ID to log in to these various different websites. So basically the idea is this open ID will save you from having to create new accounts on all of the websites that use the open ID. Mark, are you paying attention to what I'm saying? You're looking I at do. your computer. I do. Like it's, it basically, it's, it's, you, know, you can use it for all the websites. It's a single right. sign-on type so, user ID. Right. So I went, I had to go dig up my open ID uh, URL for the login to log into the Question Club because I wasn't sure if I had a live journal login. So I finally got logged into the open ID thing, and then when I tried posting a comment, it said that I needed to have a lo- uh, live journal login. So I'm, I'm in the process of attempting to do this, but it's, uh, it's been a little more difficult than I expected. Not a problem at all. As soon as you got that set up, uh, we're all ready to introduce you. We're, we're probably going to crash your site. Hey, uh, have faith. We've, we've put up with a lot of crazy stuff in the past. Why would he crash so, his site? So many people. What, from this show? Yes, they've got more people on their. Uh, sounds to me like they've got more people on their forum than we've got on ours. Well, on the forum, but uh, there's going to be a lot of people. Yeah, they just, I don't know we about just that. had five girls full, in a row call in. You're full of yourself, Mark. Um, uh, what? You're full of yourself. Absolutely our, true. our listeners are not going to crash their website. This is a, this is a we've website. We've got about can... fifteen thousand people right now yeah. as members. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm pretty sure we can uh, welcome everyone that you can introduce to us. We yeah. should be okay. Mark, do- Mark doesn't know anything about the internet, so you know, don't. Oh, listen poor to Mark. Yeah, you should come in and ask us about it. And it is the Question Club, Mark. <laughs> yeah. I'm all right. So, Imaria, uh, Imaria what uh, what else is on your mind tonight besides a, a nice invitation? Do you have anything else you want to talk to us uh, about? Uh, just a few different things that we've got on the Question Club. Some of the ideas that I thought I'd uh, throw at you. Um, some of the stuff that's come up in the past as uh, big topics. One f- interesting one. Uh, breastfeeding in public. Um, I'm some, of the opinion... Some people have had serious problems with it, and other people just don't care. Love it. I, I, well, I, I'm of the opinion <laughs> that uh, it's, it is a, uh, you know, it's a bodily function that can be done in public, and the women that choose to do it generally can do it in a very uh, you know, discreet fashion. I know my wife uh, has I don't has care if they whip one out and, and do it in a non-discreet fashion. I'm of the fashion. opinion that, that, that they might as well pee in the corner um, if you're doing that. Now, this. that's so, dirty, though. Peeing in the corner is going to make a mess, whereas breastfeeding is not going to make I, 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 I think it's vulgar. Beautiful. I think it's jamming it it's down people's... It's vulgar. It's vulgar. It's jamming it down people's throats. Well, I can, what is vulgar about a breast what and would a be baby. Bull- what would be vulgar about me pulling out my unit and wagging it in front of somebody? You're not feeding anybody, <laughs> though, with it. I, 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 right. Well, the women that are doing it are using it as an opportunity to uh, sort of do some kind of nudist activism, and I don't think that people want what's to see that. Yeah, What's wrong with nudity? I don't have a problem with nudity. However, yes, I don't do. think it should be jammed down people's throats. Jamming? Wait, wait. Sitting on a park bench, pulling your breast out, and feeding your baby is not jamming anything down anyone's throat. So if how, you don't close like could it, I, how close like could I wag my unit in your face and it not be, um, you know, vulgar? Sorry, and, and Mario, what was your question? Well, technically, it's putting something down someone's throat, but it's, it's, you're feeding the baby, though. It's not like you're yeah, running yeah. around I, trying to pass it off to people. Right, and, and, and I, like that's, not my, so. that's not my point, Amaria. My point is that women can breastfeed in public, and they can do it discreetly if they so choose. However, the women that choose not to are doing a certain sort of activism. Would you agree? Well, if the baby's hungry, I don't think that's necessarily activism. Yeah, I, the I'm women right that choose to feed, breastfeed in public can do so discreetly. Have you seen this happen? But some people get uppity about them doing it discreetly, Mark. Absolutely, Absolutely true. You can't and, and I'm of everybody. the opinion that you should be able to do it and you do know it what? discreetly. Here's what would solve this problem. No more public property. All, private, all property owned privately. Private owners can decide what goes on. Wayne and I, we're going to allow breastfeeding on our property. And Mark, you can be an uppity uh, stick in the mud. On thank my the property, call. they can do it. And Maria, thank you for the call. <laughs> Appreciate hearing from you. I wish we had more time for you, but a whole bunch of people have called in here tonight. A lot of people want to participate in this edition of Free Talk Live, and we love it. That's the way the show's supposed to be. You call in about anything, whether it's breastfeeding or whatever. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And so many ladies. More coming up. Uh, It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We have got the Shrine of Female Listeners, the dozens of ladies who have taken the time to send us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. See what I mean by heading over to shrine.freetalklive.com. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. And you know, Mark, uh, since we've got this huge influx of lady listeners here tonight coming over from the question club over at live journal uh want to certainly send this invitation out so far no one has taken up on the uh, taken us up on the new offer of video validation now for those of you that are just listening to the show for the first time tonight as i explained earlier 
talk radio in general is thought of as being kind of a man's medium. Men have always listened to, uh, to talk radio more than women, as far as the statistics and the Sadly demographics. It, yeah, I wish it weren't that way. Uh, and so Free Talk Live is a show that's a little bit different from your average talk show. In fact, I think Julia will be joining us as a co-host coming up on Friday night. So we'll actually have a lady voice uh, behind one of the microphones here in the studio. But so it's always been that way in talk radio. We try to encourage uh, female participation in this show by having our ladies come first phone policy and also having the shrine of female listeners. The point of that is to show off the fact that this show does have lady listeners, because, uh, again, most people in the industry that we're in think that uh, it's a man's medium. So we want to prove that. Uh, want to prove that misconception wrong by literally posting your photo or video on the website. But so far, no one has taken us up on the video offer. So go to shrine.freetalklive.com, and you can take a look at the requirements uh, that you need to follow in order to get on the Shrine. Basically, you have to validate yourself and prove that it's actually you in the picture slash video by referencing Free Talk Live in some way. And if you go to the Shrine, you'll see exactly what I mean. Shrine.freetalklive.com. As we continue talking to you about whatever you want. To the amp line, we go to Holly in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live. Holly. Hey, guys. Hey there. What's on your mind tonight? Um, I just wanted to comment on uh, Mark's stance on breastfeeding. Yes. Um, I am a breastfeeding mom. In fact, I'm breastfeeding right now as I talk to y'all. Oh, as Um, is my wife. Oh, good. Any sound effects Um, for us? I just wanted to know what Mark's... um, I guess what his issue is with, um, like, what, what if you see somebody breastfeeding in a restaurant and you happen to see, you know, some amount of breast, what, what is acceptable and what's um, flamboyant in your opinion? Well, um, thanks for asking, because this really does, uh, it does, it, this does uh, help, uh, you know, sort of clear up the picture. I'm of the opinion that if somebody slips, in the same way that if somebody has a button shirt and you see a portion of a, um, you know, like a portion, just the skin portion of a breast, that nothing, nothing untoward has occurred. However, to me, um, it's it's the it is the flamboyantness. It is the intentional, you know, how intentional is one being? It's it's the activism. It's the deciding that. How many are there act, are activists in your opinion, Mark? How many breastfeeding? Not many. Moms I haven't seen too many. Um, I you know when when it when it happens to when it, it has happened one time to me. I became uncomfortable when a woman whipped her Why boob are out. You, is it because you were raised in some sort of Puritan household? Why are you uncomfortable about a breast? I, I don't know. Why, it's a why, why does she feel the need to whip it out in front of me? Is, is she it has just to as feed good? her baby. No, she could do it just as easily and be discreet. Holly, your thoughts? Well, I'm, I'm a uh, breastfeeding mom for the third time, and I found after, uh, after three babies that sometimes it can be very hard to be discreet. Um, and you just kind of have to go with it if they're screaming and you, you have to get it in their mouth and, you know, and, and breastfeed. And unfortunately, sometimes people might see something. I guess I can understand what Mark is saying with um, being an activist about it, you know, but I actually never have really met any any moms who, you know, are just out there about it. Like, I'm breastfeeding and you will watch it. Yeah, they're I've just trying really to feed their baby. That's... It's yeah, not like they're walking really up. I mean, Mark, you... That Mark's is not my, that is not my, my you, concern, Yeah, Ian. but then you're, you went to the point of, well, what if I whip my unit out and put it up in your face and swing it around? That's not, <laughs> not what's happening with women that are breastfeeding your babies. I asked you how close... Um, am I allowed to get without uh, infringing but on your space? But none of them are getting close to you, Mark. They're sitting on a bench or sitting in a booth at a oh, restaurant. So I get up or, and walk away. Hey, Mark, I have another question yes, for ma'am. you. If um, if you are feeling uncomfortable or you're feeling like you're saying way too much that it isn't necessary, what would you do about that? Get up and walk away. Okay, you wouldn't say something to the mother. Mm. Um, it, it depends on how <laughs> flamboyant she jerk. was. It, it, it like if she, you know, if she's like 
if if I felt in some way that she was being just so overt um, that I you know that I felt the need to say something, I would. However, what I would do is just walk away. You know, I used to feel in the that same way, way that I would walk away from somebody who farted out loud in public. But you know, I used to kind of feel uncomfortable that way too. Then I just got honest with myself and realized that I was just jealous of the baby and I wanted to be there instead. You know, Mark, you're just you're just so rude. I mean, if somebody. Oh, we lost Holly. Uh, I mean, if somebody rips one out in public, you're going to walk away from them. Yep. I mean, what if they were in a conversation with you? Well, <laughs> Ian, <laughs> the way that you rip them is rude, man. I'm just sorry. That's the way it is. Okay, so so what you're saying is when we're in, when we're at the talk radio seminars, I've told you on multiple occasions, yeah. please close your mouth when you chew. Now, I don't tell you that when you're in your home chewing your food and going, but when we're at, you know, out there with other people, I say, hey, remember, close your mouth when you chew this time. And that's just because there's a certain way to comport oneself in public. I don't ever remember you telling me that. I've told you twice. (laughs) You looked at me one time like, why would you tell me that? Because you chew like you chew your cut like a horse. You're a Puritan. Look, I understand, Mark, what you're saying here about – I understand what you're saying about there being certain societal norms and all of that. But I think most of them are a bunch of crap, personally. I think they're uh, they're a bunch of silly nonsense – and and your uh, you, you know a lot of it's based on puritanism, like what we're talking about here with the the breast issue. And look, you know, people belch, people uh, fart. They need to feed their babies. It's it's the real world. Okay. Um, also, Let's get I'd like picture, to make the okay? point that if somebody uh, you know belches or farts and then says excuse me afterwards, it's just a mistake, and I wouldn't. I, there would be no there would be no ostracism for me at all. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We continue. Mo is on the line in California. Mo, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, Mo. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, first of all, I just want to say that it's really unfair for you guys to judge someone based on their voice. I'm actually a male to female pre-operation, so you're I don't claiming really like to be a male called... who's changing into a female. Yes. I doubt it. Not claiming to be. I see. Well, if you'd like, we can put you back on hold and make you wait until we take all the female no, calls first. No, I actually first. have a real question. Okay. Okay. Uh, so. I am trying to start a libertarian club on my campus, but my campus is very, they're very stuck in the 60s. Oh, yeah. And this this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became with the prince of a town called Bel Air. Yeah. West Philadelphia. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. That was awesome. And relax and all cool. And I'll shoot in some b-ball outside of the school. And a couple of guys who are I'm surprised we haven't gotten uh, Rick Rolled yet tonight. Yeah. I got I mean, in one little where, what's what's going on with these kids? She said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle. She's just trying to see how much she can get through of it before we hang up on her. I'll let her go. She's still there, though. <laughs> you still there, Mo? Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. DJ Jazzy Jeff, 80s rap sensation. I don't sensation. think the Jazzy Jeff was in on that one. He, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Fresh yes. Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, but um, I, I think that they, I, they broke up at some point. You don't point. think he, they were? Do you think they broke up by that point? I don't know. I, I, don't. I feel like he was back in the background scratching the records. What do I know though? Wow, it's been a long wow, time. Wow, wow. All right, we continue here and talk to mm-hmm. Mary is on the line with us in Tennessee. Mary, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Mary, going once. Mary. Is me? You are on the air. What's on your mind? It's Ariel. Ariel, boy, they got that one wrong. Sometimes they, uh, <laughs> sometimes when they think they know what it is, they don't ask people to spell it, and then they totally blow it. The board ops, but they're they're good. They're good guys, and they try their best. It's a little off, but okay. Um, 
Can I talk now? You are on the air, Ariel. Go for it. Okay. I wanted to ask you what your thoughts are on families like the Duggars and other quiverful families who think who don't believe in birth control and think that it's their Christian duty to have as many kids as possible. Is the Duggar are the Duggars the ones with like seventeen kids? Yeah, oh eighteen now. Eighteen now it's like every three months they've got oldest, a new kid. Our oldest one just got married and they're expecting two and they're like twenty. So your question is how do we feel about them just pumping out the kids? I think in a free country that free people should be able to have as uh, many kids as they want, as long as they don't use uh, public funds in order to uh, have those and children. And they do not. The Duggars do not use public funds. They're I can't imagine very... how they pay for all those kids without yeah. them. But and you know, I mean, it's got to, <laughs> you know, he has to be making they some really good money. They are not in debt. They are not what? They are not in debt. They 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 say they are not in debt at all. They are completely. Right, the dad is. I saw a TV special about these guys a couple of years ago when they had 15 or 16 kids, uh, and they are yeah, very religious, devoted people, and they live out on their family farm, and they've built their house themselves with their kids, and very self-sufficient individuals with a, an entrepreneurial mindset. You know, he owns his own business, or they own their own business. I'm not sure as to the exact details, but as far as they're concerned, and I want to hold you through here in a moment, Ariel. We're going to bring you back. We'll continue this discussion if you'll hang on through the news. Hour three is coming up 800-259-9231 more hopefully with ariel we'll talk about uh, having kids birth control i myself am a huge fan of birth control i have myself snipped at age 23 that's right i have a vasectomy at uh, you know i got it at that age more coming up here hour three is coming up you can take control of the airwaves bring up whatever you want it's free talk live this program is brought to you by freekeen.com Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. We're launching here in hour number three of the program, 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. All kinds of uh, interesting stuff there. We give it away. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for their websites. Ours is free at freetalklive.com. So we're going to continue here taking your phone calls about whatever. That is the point of the program. And uh, just, I guess, bring some of our listeners up to speed. If you might just be tuning in tonight... We were apparently discovered by a fairly busy internet forum or comments section. I'm not sure exactly what you call this. Uh, it's the Question Club over at Live Journal, where someone, one of our listeners, uh, I guess a long-time listener, posted the information about the show, and a number of the other people that uh, that hang out on that website have found us tonight, have been calling in, and I think been asking some great questions. And has led to some uh, wonderful conversations. Unfortunately, Mark, you haven't looked too great tonight uh, with your nastiness towards breastfeeding. But, hey, that's what happens on this show. Mark's a jerk, and uh, Wayne and I are really nice guys. Yeah. So so we're going to continue taking your calls. <laughs> what a punk. As we go back to Ariel, who is calling from, I am not sure where because I don't have it in front of me. Ariel in California. No? Where are you? Uh, Tennessee? Tennessee. Okay. Ariel in Tennessee. Now, you had asked... Welcome back. You had asked a question about uh, about birth control, and I wanted to make sure you had a chance to get your answer or get your next point out or whatever. So go ahead with your thoughts. I just wanted to say that, um, I mean, they have 18 kids, and their 18 kids have 18 kids. And they're, I mean, in a few generations, they'll have like 200 Duggars. And I don't know if that scares me a lot. It's none of my and business. 
Yeah, well, well, no, well, it's not on my business. I don't think. No, I do think they should be able to do it because you know you can't control. Because I'm pro-choice both ways. You know, if they mm-hmm. want to have as many kids they want, they can. And yeah, um, especially but, if they can pay for it. I mean, if you can afford to have that many kids and have a blast, pump them out. I mean, it ain't for me. For as long I as you can mean, take care I of them. I think it's my duty to have as many kids and have like some kind of atheist army fight them. <laughs> I don't know if uh, you know if it's any sort of thing I would want to be involved in uh, as far as fighting religious people. I, you know, let them have their religion, let them live out on their farm and, and and do their thing. I mean, as long as they aren't out hurting people, then you know I have no business with them. Yeah, by and large, religious people are harmless. It's what, it's when they get in the government and want to uh, you know proselytize. He was in the government. Them. What's that? He, he like ran for some government. The thought Jim Bob. Oh, well, then in that case, negative one against him, uh, because uh, you'll, you'll find there's no love uh, for government here, for the most part, on this show. Uh, whenever you want to impose your religion by force, by threat of violence on others, then you're going to have a, then I'm going to have a real problem with it. Uh, but as long as you keep it to yourself, then I got no, uh, you've, I've got no beef with you. So if, if, yeah, if he's trying to control the lives of others uh, through, the, through the auspices of the state, then they're going to have a problem. Ariel, any other thoughts tonight? I would just like to say that um, that's all I have to say. And okay. I don't, I'm not good at talking on the radio, so I better go. Thanks for the call tonight. Good hearing from you. Let's talk to Michelle in California. Michelle, you are on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Hello, Michelle in California. Oh, wait, she's gone. Apologize for that. Didn't read it. Uh, Katie is on the line in Pennsylvania. Katie, you are on Free Talk Live. Oh, hi. Um, yeah, this is Katie. Hi, Katie. What's on your mind tonight? Um, for all you TQCers out there, this is Colbarican. And I'd like to give that a shout-out. No, no shout one outs. of the rules on this show is no shout-outs. We want to talk oh, to you about I'm sorry, something. I'm sorry. Because, well, think about this. It's a talk I radio show. Question, but, yeah, you yeah, can sure. absolutely, but just think about the reason for it is because it's talk radio show where we want to talk to people about issues and things that are important to them. Whereas if we just let everybody call up and shout out all the names of their friends, nobody's going to listen. Re- yeah, who would really want to listen to that? So what's on your mind tonight? See, my friend Jessica and I are big fans of Stephen Colbert, and uh, we wanted to know... Um, what do you thought about NASA not naming the node after him? Did you hear about that? Uh, I don't know much about that, but I, I do think he's a talented, uh, talented uh, talk show host or, I or like comedy show better. host. Really? I do. I mean, I think Colbert has, uh, you know, has. He's it's great shtick, though. I mean, he's yeah. basically making fun of Bill O'Reilly, right? Uh, more or less. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's great. <laughs> I'm, I'm all in favor of uh, Stephen Colbert and, and what he's doing in, in that particular instance. NASA, I think, should be abolished. However, I think that uh, space travel should be done on a private basis. It would be done a lot better, as we've seen from the X Prize and various other examples of uh, private space exploration. So I think NASA yeah, is just think... another big useless government bureaucracy. But it's my understanding. Yeah. One of my uh, associate producers here has uh, let me know that they did. Did name the treadmill on the space station but after the him. The combined operational load-bearing external resistance treadmill. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's cute. Full bear. Very good. Now you know. Anything else on your mind tonight, Katie? Um, I think uh, um, with relation to the um, the space travel thing, I think we should just have. Um, space buses to the moon so we can have vacations there. Someday it will happen as long as the government gets out of the way. Thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. Space tourism is only going to be possible. It's already starting basically within the free market. And, you know, I mean, that's millionaires are doing it. The market is more free now than it was before because you can do private space launches now. In fact, NASA, in the beginning, uh, NASA was doing the launches for satellites and they were so awful 
they're just so bad. I mean, they're a government agency, so they're so bad at it, they decided to start hiring private uh, organizations to do the launches uh, for them. And it's because, you know, the government just sucks. Yeah, even if you put rocket scientists in a government bureaucracy, they are still inefficient and bureaucratic. But if, you, uh, if, you're, if you're operating in the marketplace, even a regulated marketplace, there's still more freedom there and more ability for competition, which is why you saw, like, with the XPRIZE, for instance, people were just running and going as fast as they could and still being safe about building uh, these space projects that were – what was the first XPRIZE? Wasn't it – it wasn't a complete – what was the level they got up to with the with their ships? There yeah, was it's a just a, like inner some, orbit something, or something in the uh, upper troposphere or something yeah. like that. But it was an amazing, it was an amazing accomplishment, uh, to, uh, you know, accomplished in a relatively short period of time. And, and we're going to start seeing more of that. There already are entrepreneurs, space entrepreneurs, as they're called, that are putting up experimental craft uh, in orbit, and they're talking about having hotels sooner rather than later. And that'll inevitably lead to the you know the buses she was talking about. Well, what has NASA really accomplished since the space shuttle? And even the space shuttle had a lot of mishaps. The, the only time they actually did a fairly really good job was in the 60s when they were competing against the Russians to show who was better. Yes. That's when there so was some a little drive. competition, yeah. There was some competition even within the government agency, and it was a much smaller agency back then. But now it's gotten bloated and inefficient and probably a little corrupt in some ways, too. And I agree. I think that's one thing you could cut out of the budget and nobody would miss it. Well, of course, it's going to be corrupt and, and inefficient. I mean, these these bureaucrats, just like any other bureaucrat in any other government agency, have no incentive to do anything quickly. They have no incentive to do anything in a, on a cost-effective basis. They they know they're going to get funded next year, whether they finish the projects they're on or not. So why not drag their feet? Why not sell, you know why not uh, sell all the contracts to your buddies at incredibly inflated prices? Why not? There's no reason why you shouldn't. There's no incentive to be uh, to actually be responsible with your budgets when you're a government agency. But when you're working for a private investor, those guys have to get a return on an investment. So they want to make sure that they're getting the maximum productivity from their employees as possible. I mean, it's, it's like a completely different world. So a lot of the private space exploration things that are out there are, re- are really pretty exciting. Uh, we continue here. Jenna is on the line in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Jenna. Hi. Hey. Um. I just wanted to talk to you guys about some environmental issues, global warming and whatnot. Um, Miley Cyrus has a song that refers to global warming and going green, and I just wanted your point of view on that. On on her song or uh, going green and global warming? <laughs> about young people and their activism about environmental issues. I think to some to, to some extent they're diluted. Um, I think that uh, you know that there's been a lot in the media about this whole going green thing, and I I think that uh, for instance I'd like to give you an example. Uh, the whole ethanol thing that was uh, jammed down our throats uh, the year before last, as far as uh, Congress saying that we you know gas has to be a, mixed a certain amount with ethanol. Because Congress knows these things. Yeah, because Congress, well, scientists advised them. I mean, you know, these same scientists that are telling everybody that the the globe is warming advised Congress that uh, this would be a good idea. Turns out that the... uh that the um, the corn releases nitrogen uh, that somehow turns into nitrous oxide, which is 300 times worse for the Earth's atmosphere uh, than the carbon di- carbon that they were trying to eliminate. So it turns out they screwed it up, and they screwed it up on a magnitude of 300. And they well, drove the price of food way up too. And then there, and then there's those uh, those 
energy-saving light bulbs that they mandated in some states. They turn out to have a lot of mercury in them, and you have to dispose of them as hazardous waste. I want to see what Jenna has to say when we come back here. Jenna, hang on. We're going to bring you back for more. 800-259-9231. And who would want the government to save the environment anyway? The government is the number one polluter of the environment. Go look at the military and look at all of the uh, the horrible, toxic things that they're doing. And they're dumping out in the ocean, for instance, amongst other things. 800-259-9231. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You dial in about anything, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got updates. You get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to updates.freetalklive.com and get on the list free. That's updates.freetalklive.com as we continue taking your phone calls about whatever you want. Also, uh, we've got a huge influx of brand new listeners here tonight from the Question Club uh, forum over somewhere on the Internet. Actually, actually, it's over at LiveJournal. And people have been listening all night and calling and participating tonight. And I, I'd say the vast, overwhelming majority of the calls have been great, and there have been yeah. great questions, and it's led to good discussion, and uh, I highly encourage it. Some people are saying they're having trouble uh, getting through, maybe because a lot of people are calling in. Uh, one particular young lady uh, in the U.K. is having difficulty. We've had... UK callers before. I I can't say I know anything about making international phone calls because I don't make them. Um, but obviously there is some way to make an international call to a U.S. toll-free line. I don't know what that way is, and if you're having trouble, I I, I wish I could be of more assistance. But to tell you that I know it's possible. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We continue with your calls. Jenna is still on the line in Michigan. Jenna, your thoughts? You had uh, called about the environment. We had a chance to answer briefly. Go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah. Well, I also wanted to mention that I'm developing a slight crush on you, Ian. Oh dear. Um, you know he's he's an ugly, <laughs> ugly man. You don't look that bad. I'm watching you on the camera. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I, I, I regret questions. to inform you, I do have a, a lady, and she's wonderful. Her name is Julia, and she'll be on Friday night show. Okay, well, tell her I said hi. Okay. Um, I have one last question, and that is, if you guys were trees, how would you die? How would trees die? How would you, I, if you were trees, how would you like to die? A lightning you know, bolt. chopped down to build a house or something like that. Yeah, I kind of like that. Uh, you know, that's it's a good question. Once you give me some ideas there, I was looking at, um, I, I go to a Quaker, I call it church, it's really a meeting house. So I go to Quaker meeting on uh First day, as we call it, but I say Sunday. Um, and they have right in there some, some old pines or poplars that they built the the church out of and those pieces of wood are going to be there for centuries uh because they're they're so well made mm. so i'd like to be preserved as uh, some big trust in a, a you know in a quaker meeting house yeah that's a great okay. question uh wayne do you have an answer i think i'd like to be struck by lightning a big lightning bolt <laughs> and, then, and then cut with a chainsaw and they can find good use for my parts and maybe i'll end up in a church like Mark's church. I might be one of those annoying trees that falls over the river and makes it hard for the canoers to get underneath it. You ever had to deal with that? Or, or, or maybe you'll end up being a bridge for somebody to walk over that's until you're right out. Yeah, there you go. That's my best answer. Not the best one, but uh, Jenna, what would you be as, as far as a tree is concerned? Um, I would like to be the tree that dies after there's been a swing hung on the branch and everybody just has enjoyed the tree and it's dead and has to go anyway. Very good. Thanks for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. Caller from the UK. Is this Coco on the line? Is this the same lady that was having trouble? Coco? 
Coco, are you with us? Coco, going once. Do we have Coco in the UK? Hello. Hello. Someone is there. We have you now. What is on your mind tonight? Um, I just wanted to ask about the monarchy and what you think about that kind of system. Um, because I think it's really good on and you don't seem to really like people being in charge. I don't like aggression. I don't like it when people aggress against their neighbors. And I don't care if it's a, dem- a democracy or a monarchy or a, you know, a dictatorship or whatever it is that the, the title happens to be. As long as peaceful people are being aggressed against, and that means that they aren't free to live out their lives as long as they aren't harming anyone else without being aggressed against or molested by some, uh, you know, governmental authority. So I'm, I personally am against all forms of authoritarian governments. But don't we, like, need someone in charge? Otherwise, everyone would just be running around being, like, crazy and stuff. I I can understand where you're coming from. I think that there are plenty of people running around being crazy today. Uh, And and I want to thank you for the call. I I really appreciate it. I'm sorry. What's that? Say again? I think you're being really naughty if you just want to do whatever you want to do. Well, I do whatever I want to do. It's just whether you get caught or not. Don't you? Don't you do whatever you want to do? I would, but if I wanted to do something like really horrible, I wouldn't do that because I don't want to hurt other people. Well, I don't want to hurt other people. That's a good reason not to do it. So people shouldn't hurt other people. Don't you agree? Yeah. Right. So that's what governments do: is they hurt other people. That's all government does: is it threatens people. The queen and stuff is really nice. Well, I'm sure she's a sweet old lady. The the queen doesn't have any real power, and she's just kind of a show, which is great. Please, uh, let have the monarchy for a show, um, and let people take pictures of them and talk about them in newspapers and things like that. And I think that the British monarchy, you know, that's all it's there for. And for that reason, I think it's fine. But they have really loads of power, really. They have what? Listen to them. They have what a power? I'm sorry. Say again. Hello. Got to let you go. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. Tip, don't breathe into the phone receiver. Well, it might be. She might. It's, she's probably calling via VoIP, and she probably has Maybe. one of those little headset deals on. That, yeah, that could be the case. I'll bet she's naughty anyway, even with the queen there. Yeah, there's a very good chance of that one. If she was a tree, she'd want to be chewed down by, by a beaver. Let's not talk about beavers. Sanquisha is on the line in Maryland. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Sanquisha. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Hi. Um... My question was, I wanted to ask how you felt about um, white guilt and uh, reverse racism. Can you define what white guilt is? Um, say if something happens um, that's racist, but no one minds, but a white person has to swoop in and be the knight in shining armor to you know, defend the black person and say that's racist, and everyone else is just sitting there like, what the hell? I guess that's like... The so, only explanation I could probably give. So can you rephrase your question then? I'm, I'm, well, some people, some white um, straight on. How do you feel about it in general? So uh, I how think I have th- a better definition. Um, say there's only one white person in a class full of black people, and they're talking about slavery. Mm-hmm. That per- white person feels guilty about it, and, you know... They really don't have a reason to feel guilty about yeah, it. Yeah, right, right. They don't have a reason to because they they've never owned any black people. Right. They weren't the ones who were the slave owners, and so it's it's un it's un it's irrational right. for them to feel that way. It's not just way. irrational; it's racist because you're taking on the onus of whatever those white people did in the past for yourself because you happen to have a skin tone that is similar to them, and that's a racist way of thinking. Personally, I think more black people and white people should have sex and babies so we can uh, you know eliminate races and have everybody be brown. How do you feel about that? Um, 
I'm not sure how it was. Uh, well, my stepmom's white, so that's why I was asking, because <laughs> she's the only white person in this house. So I guess sometimes she feels guilty when she tells me what to do. You know, oh, I'm just like, I see. you're not my master. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not very nice either. That isn't nice at all. You're yeah. bringing her race into she, it. When she cares <laughs> just, about you. Just to, just to play on her fears. Oh, well, she may not care, Wayne. She's a stepmom. They don't always care. Sometimes they do, yeah. if they're good people. Well, that, and that's just it. I think people should be judged on the basis of their actions and what it is they say and what it is that they do, what it is they believe, not the color of their skin or the color of their eyes or their hair or how uh, tall or how short or how fat or how skinny or whatever they are. Whatever their physical attributes are, I think people should be judged based on their decisions and their uh, their actions. And I thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I find racism to be absolutely deplorable and despicable. And you know this, Mark. I mean, having worked with me for a long time, it's one of the most, it's one of the things I am most intolerant about. Yes. And I'm a pretty tolerant dude. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You dial in, bring up whatever you want. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's 1-800-259-9231. Inviting you to our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a wiki with over 1,800 pages created by listeners just like you. You can go and edit virtually anything you see there. Head over to wiki, W-I-K-I. freetalklive.com. There are lots of reasons you might want to hide your valuables around your home. StashYourSwag.com gives more than 100 common places around your home to hide your valuables from your kids, most with little or no modification. The guide contains detailed pictures to help you, and most are under 50 bucks. StashYourSwag, that's S-W-A-G dot com, StashYourSwag dot com. It's an e-book. It's under 7 bucks. 1-800-259-9231. Continuing taking your phone calls about anything. That is the point of the show. We go to B. Roses listening in New York. B. Roses. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Okay. Well, I actually have some uh, relationship questions or advice that I need, to be oh, honest with you. Good. We love this stuff. We don't get enough of it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, need a little backstory here, but really quickly, there's this guy I've been talking to since about January, right? And mm-hmm. uh, he hasn't made a move on me yet, and there's been some speculation that he might... In fact, be a homosexual, so I just want to get your thoughts on that. Well, let's get a little more info. Uh, where have you okay. been talking to him? Is it in person or online? Oh, uh, we're uh, definitely in person. We actually work together. Uh huh. So, yeah, it's definitely in person, and we see each other about maybe four or five times a week, and we hang out, and we're pretty much like best friends, and uh, nothing's happened yet. You know, I think, um, I think to some extent that uh, girls may not realize that their hints aren't necessarily uh, understood by guys the guys are thick guys yes. are really dense right yeah. you know like um it, you know if you want to kiss the guy perhaps you should say to him hey brad um I, i'd like <laughs> His to name ki- is rob all His right name is rob. um all right rob would you like 
you know, would you like to kiss me or do you think it would be okay if I kissed you or something like that? And then you see know, where that funny, goes. Um, because I do have something to add to that. Um, we con- Okay, we started our relationship by constantly texting each other. Uh-huh. So we text about maybe 200 times a day. And um, every time we text, we're always being incredibly loving towards each other. Like, I miss you and I like you and I want to be with you. But then when we hmm. get with each other, it's more friendly than anything. where We kind of just mess around with each other. Is he a virgin? Um, see, that's the thing. He claims he's not. Um, that's the other speculation. So it's either the mm. homosexuality or being a virgin. I can say I lied about being a virgin when I was younger because I was embarrassed about it. And I wanted to, um, you know, seem like I had uh, experience. You know, experience that I did not have. Um, and yeah, but he doesn't seem like a virgin. He's not like an incredibly dungeon and dragon type of dorky guy or <laughs> yeah. something. Well, you see, the, the, and there is the issue, right? Like, you, can, you would be a virgin if you didn't have sex. However, there's this attachment that you're nerdy or you play Dungeons and Dragons if you're a virgin so that's why guys who just haven't had sex might lie about it um oh well i mean that's like years of war so i mean it would make sense i i think you should just make a move on him see where it goes what's the worst thing that could happen i agree with you but um i can't i think it's like some sort of mental block that i have what if he has the same block You'll never, you'll never kiss the guy if he has the same block. What's now? Well, tell me more of this block. Well, I mean, what do you okay, mean? Okay, so then what, you're saying that we're doomed if we both have a mental block. That's really pessimistic of you, and I don't. Uh, I no, don't no, like no, that. no, no. I'm not suggesting that you're doomed. I'm suggesting that you, in fact, have the power, and that you are disempowering yourself by saying, "I have a block." Absolutely. You don't have a damn block. You're telling yourself. You're a telling story. yourself yeah, you right? have a block. You don't know about my block. Absolutely, I, like I do. Block. Neither do you. Are you a psychologist? I might be. You're not. You're a teenager. I'm not a teenager. You, you She's are. not a teenager. How old are you? You're older than teen. I'm 19 years of age. Okay, there you she's go. A teenager. Um, now, you can Wait, make what... what does that mean? What does that insinuate? Nothing. He's I, being I ageist. Know. He's being an ageist jerk. That's all. Well, you, teenagers aren't psychologists. That's okay, what I'm fine. saying. Oh, well, Find me fine. a teenager well, I, psychologist. I don't have a mental block. I don't see what this has to do with You my do block. not have a mental block. That's you the are thing. telling yourself you have a mental right, block. You're creating your own reality in that way. If you believe you have a mental block, then you do have a mental block. But if you believe that you can do what you want to, and that is kiss this guy, then you can do that too. And it's no, like Mark I said. Do. That's like. That's what I want to do. So All right, I then, then, do I, then I am pessimistic for your um, likely for the likelihood of this relationship working out. Yes. Right. If you refuse to take any action oh, and you expect, are you are you refusing to take action? Because you think of it's what? horrible no, that he won't no, make I'm an action. I'm like girls taking action before guys and like getting rid of that stereotype that guys should make the first move. But I personally just can't. It's not why? the person that I am. Can you explain to me why? I'm just not very forward. Um, I have not much experience in that whole entire dating field. Well, so you have to get experience. How do you think you get experience? You have to step outside of the box, outside of the and comfort that's zone. that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. You're doing it by calling me. Go ahead and kiss the guy. <laughs> ask ask you know the guy what? if you, you can know, kiss him. I'm driving to his house right now. Excellent. That's why I'm currently can we listen? Not Open the so door. Sorry, guys, when you get to his house and he opens the door, make that the first thing you do. Ask him if so you can. Are you saying that I should jump on him? No, no, no. I didn't suggest Respect you him. initiate force on him. No, I no 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 no. You respect him and you ask him if you can kiss him. And if he says no, then you know he's either not interested or he's gay. How would you want him to make the first move on you? I want. That's what I want. I want him to make the first move on me. Understood. How? How? See, that, that's what I'm curious about. How can I get that to happen? Okay. No, no, no. How that. can you? But how do you want him to do it? When you've imagined it happening, how have you imagined it happening? I would just like him to ask me, "Hey, can I kiss you?" And I would be yes. Yes, Rob, you can kiss me. And, then, <laughs> then why not just go ahead and do that yourself? Yeah, what do you got I mean, to that lose? Would, oh, think how I'm much better it would be when he says nervous. yes. I what? have no fear of rejection, and I have zero fear of it not working out. I just can't do it because of my mental block that I don't have. 
All right. Well, okay. you know, what well, can we do for you then? I mean, if you if you're not willing to take the action that uh, that is going to lead inevitably to you knowing for sure the answers to the question that you're asking, then you're going to be stuck in limbo unless this always, guy decides to do something. There's about always it. the middle school standby where you can go say, um, tell your friend to say, "Hey, yeah. Jenny says that you're really hot and that <laughs> yeah. she wants you to stick your tongue down her throat." Yeah, that I mean, could work. You can do that. Games, man, that's complicated. Then, oh, if then you don't pl- want to play a game, you are playing games With right yourself. now by sitting there and wishing that he would yeah, the, the, the curiosity game, game the waiting game the yes game. you're playing the um you know the the, the I'm, I'm a being, disempowered woman yeah, uh, game it, you know the, you're, you're playing games <laughs> with your own life. Oh, dear Lord, that's, that's horrible. Tell, it, tell it is. It is absolutely horrible that you want this man to kiss you and that you won't tell him. It's tragic, no, actually. I have told him. I have outright told him, not in person. You texted him. Text, text Texting is not IRL, baby. Do it in IRL. <laughs> she has to smell you. Let him smell okay, you. Okay, you know, okay. I'll get on that. I really will. And, okay. Um, All right. I want to. We want to hear back from you. And I appreciate you. I'm hurting my feelings a little I'm bit. I'm not hurting your feelings. Is. I'm. In t- no, I'm telling I might you. Actually, start crying now. Wait, you are the most powerful person in your world. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm trying to tell you what reality is. We can't is. hurt your feelings, B-Roses. It's you who's in control of your feelings. If you want to be feeling hurt, then that's your choice. If you want to no, feel good and feel excited. Not, How about this? Instead of really feeling accurate, hurt. And that's a really silly statement. No, you, you are always in control of your feelings, and there's nothing anybody can say or do that can change that. It's no, you. No, I'm a very vulnerable individual. Whenever people you're make You're telling yourself a story. Now you're vulnerable. How did, how did you get to be vulnerable, E-B-Roses? Excuse me? How did you get to be vulnerable? Were you born vulnerable? Um, you know, comments about my, my person in general, my self-centeredness, you know, um, some, you know, things that have happened in the past with my sister, a lot of things have caused me to be incredibly vulnerable, and I, I do have one specific person to blame. Well, well, it's nice when you're vulnerable to have somebody to blame. No, you know what? It is nice to have somebody to blame, and yep. it's, I don't know what to do, but, you know, I can't leave that person that makes me vulnerable. It's kind of like an addiction. Like an anonymous addiction, you know. I I really don't know. I'm not. Uh, no. You know, I control my own life and I control my own feelings. And uh, and if I feel like I think uh, that's a ridiculous stance to take. No, I mean, no, you not. Be roses. You control your life and your feelings too. Yeah. And okay, it, I control my life, but I don't think I control my feelings. That's kind of a silly statement. If, well, there you go. Well, I disagree completely. <laughs> then you're uh, going to have it the way you say it. Right. You you are creating your reality by making those statements. And if you don't believe you can control your feelings, then you will just go all over the uh, you know the radar yep. for all your. You life are at everyone else's mercy. Thank you for the call you tonight, know? Be Roses. Let us know how it goes for you as far as your uh, your hopeful boyfriend there. I I hope it works out uh, for absolutely. Her. I want, you know I. Want I want nothing but the best for her. I don't know her personally, but just based on that I phone want the call, nothing but the best for everyone. Right, me too. She sounds like a nice young lady, and it sounds like uh, they have a good relationship, and why not take it to the next level? If you're going to stop yourself because of fear, you only have yourself to blame. Don't blame him for not making the move. He's probably just as afraid as you are. Step outside of the comfort zone and give it a shot. You've got nothing to lose. Th- flirting with somebody using texting to me is, a, is pretty mo- one-dimensional. It, it's better than nothing, I suppose, though. That's true. Wayne, how do you feel about the whole creating your own reality, uh, your feelings? What do you, comments on that? I'm all over that. Uh, thanks, I'll leave it here. One, I don't know what that means. 800-259-9231. Wayne is being cryptic tonight. More on the way. You can bring up whatever you want, even in these remaining moments. If we can get you in, we'll do our best. It's Free Talk Live. This is 
This is Free Talk Live, your show. You take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. Even in these remaining moments, we'll try to sneak your call in if you're on hold. I'm not going to give out the number now because it'd be pointless. We've got so many calls on hold. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Now, all the features on the site are completely free. Unlike those other talk shows, they want to charge you for their websites, we give ours away. But we do ask that you voluntarily support the show, like buying things, at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Now, you've been to Amazon before. You know they're the world's largest Internet retailer. You know they've got a huge selection of products and free Super Saver shipping on a whole lot of items. But now you know that when you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com, that Free Talk Live gets a percentage of your purchase. So start your shopping at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. SACL CAI, they collect with respect. Jason Osborne is the bomb. Yeah, SACL CAI is where it's at. All right, 800-259-9231. We continue here taking your phone calls about anything. And, of course, ladies come first. Which, by the way, I think we've been pretty much dominated by all female callers for the last two full hours of the show, with the exception of the moderator of the Question Club, who happened to sneak his, sneak his way in there. Which ended up working out. It was a good call, too. All right, we continue here, and we'll talk to... We'll go to Australia... Where Emilia is on the line. Hello, Emilia. Hi. Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Um, well, I've obviously, um, being Australian, the, the way that things are here politically and even culturally, we look a lot towards you guys in the U.S. And we're kind of obsessed with everything there. And that's just, it dominates us a lot. But I was just wondering, does anyone really in the U.S. care that much about what Australia is doing? And what kind of stereotypes do you have about us? And, like, are we even really on the radar? Oh, definitely on the radar. Uh, first off, Australian, uh, you know, the, the things that people in the United States like about Australia is uh, beer and the accents, specifically. <laughs> um, you know, like, what about Vegemite? Uh, well, the, the people always talk about Vegemite, <laughs> but that's, I don't think... That's not exactly the best Australian accent I've ever heard. <laughs> well, you know, that's the problem with, uh, yeah. you know, trying to imitate any dumb accent. Americans. I'm yeah. sorry. What are you going to do? I mean, I'd end up sounding South, South African if I tried. Um, but, you know, yeah, we, we, we like all places that speak English. <laughs> so uh, uh-huh. you're on the map, but we don't... I don't think that most Americans really know much about politically what's most going Americans on there. I couldn't tell you what most the Americans, president is. Yeah, that most Americans don't prime know what's... We have a prime minister. Okay. Right, Exactly. Well, most Americans don't even know, you know, who the vice president in America is, let alone what's going on, you know, down the street uh, from them. It seems like most Americans are busy watching Dancing with the Stars and paying attention to what Brad and Jennifer are doing this week. Or no, it's Brad and Angelina now, isn't it? Whatever. Uh, So that's what seems to be. I mean, that's just my impression of pop culture in America. I'm not too immersed in it myself. But on this show, Free Talk Live is certainly not a, a, you know, pop culture show by any means. But we do have Australian listeners to the show as you are one of them, obviously. In fact, we have a, p- people who live in Australia that actually financially uh, support the show through the AMP program that we talked about earlier. If you go to amp.freetalklive.com, you can see the people, yeah. the AUS, next to their names. They're, uh, they're Australian listeners, so obviously they find a lot of the things we talk about on this program to be relevant because Free Talk Live is a show about anything. People can call about anything, and so we talk more about issues than uh, politics, right? See, most radio yeah. talk shows in America are always focusing on the Republicans and Democrats and whatever uh, blowhards happen to be uh, they're they're politicians at the moment, and we don't talk, we don't focus on that on this show. So so this is really kind of an international radio show, even though our radio transmitters are mostly based in the United yes, States. Yes, but everything seems to be international, and yet not not just the show, but everywhere, like the Question Club and all that, international, but it's dominated by Americans, and it's everything is so American centric, sort of, and we often us Australians or other people we feel left out, and, mm. and we're part of the world too. Yep. Well, maybe um, maybe. 
you could start an internet forum that was specifically for Australians, and you guys could... No, there's not enough, and they're not interesting enough. Well, we've got lots of Australian listeners that listen to this show, and, uh, you know, I, I imagine that this, you know, we try to keep it international, but it's, it's American-centric, too, and it's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how to solve that dilemma. Well, maybe if, we could get, maybe if we could abolish the military and uh, get the U.S. military out of invading the rest of the world, then Americans won't be so... Uh, well, that would certainly stop people from hating Americans, but... And the Australians are sending uh, troops with the Americans wherever they go. Yeah, that's a problem, too. Get, well, get the troops not so much out. anymore. I mean, we've got a new prime minister now, so hopefully that'll change. Yeah, that's what they said about Obama, but, yeah. uh, you know... It's, there's no change. The troops here. are still in Iraq and uh, Afghanistan. Right. He's like Bush the third. Hey, thank you, Amelia. Appreciate the call. Good day. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We continue here and talk to Hannah in New Jersey. Hannah, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, hi. Um, you said earlier that you just automatically assume people are vir- who are virgins play Dungeons and Dragons. What's up with that? Who said that? Was that I you, mean, Mark? No, no, that was the girl that uh, uh, that, that that's uh, the caller that oh, suggested because... that there was in fact a uh, uh, you know something attached to that. She said, um, you know, he he might be a virgin, but he doesn't like play Dungeons and Dragons or anything. So there was it was mentioned ah. that suggests I I was making the point that in fact there's something ugly attached to virginity, and it's sort of that if you're a male and you're a virgin that somehow you're a dork and that's just not so you're just a male that hasn't had sex yet that's what i was saying because i would personally just like to say that um i play dungeons and dragons and i play dungeons and dragons with a lot of shockingly attractive guys who all unfortunately have really attractive girlfriends there you go that is Uh-oh. unfortunate i mean you'd think that a uh, a young lady who was uh, playing dungeon dra- dungeons and dragons could really clean up on some of the uh, the, l- the lonely male I would players think so it seems like it seems to me she has an unusual uh, dungeon Hey, if you if you like kind of the geeky guys, you would love it here in New Hampshire. I mean, there are so many geeky, liber- liberty-minded dudes moving up here, and they're all, almost all of them are unattached, and you'd completely have your pick of them. In fact, there are a couple of uh, young ladies up They'll here. They'll play Magic are, the Gathering to you, yeah, you if you'd like to. Th- there are a couple of young ladies up here that are kind of making the rounds, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> there are a couple of guys who, interest, who are interested in me, but one is sorely in the friend zone, and one is so socially adept, I just like couldn't be with him. It's well, tough. You, you just, just hold out. And, yeah, you know, the, patience. The, the guy will come around. How old are you, Hannah? I'm 21. 21, okay. Yeah, see, it's yeah. still a little early on. I, I was a virgin until I was 22, so, you know. Oh. Yeah. She's shocked now. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on your yeah. mind tonight? But he is a nerd. Um, oh, yeah. I was I was also wondering what you guys think of Mythbusters is valid. Mythbusters. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I've actually yeah. never seen the show. Any of you guys ever seen it? Mythbusters? I don't watch TV. Because I love Mythbusters, but I talk to some people and they're like, oh man, you know it's Mythbusters. It doesn't really count. And I'm like, what's up with that? I don't I know. Mean, I, 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 I've heard nothing like but... doing experiments and stuff. I've heard nothing but good things about that program. Also, Penn and Teller's BS, excellent TV show. Thanks, Hannah, for the call tonight. Good hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I think we actually have time to get to uh, one of the dudes that have been holding on so patiently. Let's talk to Kurt in Florida. Kurt, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. How are you guys doing? Hey, Kurt. Hope you've been enjoying all the lady listeners calling in ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a good show. It's on your mind tonight. Uh, I, I just wanted to get... Uh, to, uh, um get your serious opinion about the future of the Internet. And I do not know if you uh, have heard about the Internet, too, but it is in the plans to shut down the Internet, and we, ha- we have now, 
And uh, People have been yeah. talking about this for a long time, and I've never seen any real evidence of it coming to fruition. And I would say that I personally uh, hold a, a good amount of stock in the hacker, cracker, Internet community, the Internet uh, addicts out there. They are not going to allow their Internet to go away, and they will. I think they will attack and uh, crush any government agency electronically that attempts to uh, eliminate the Internet. I, for one, uh, don't think the Internet's going anywhere anytime soon. Well, that's encouraging. I hope I hope you're right. I hope that uh, you might as well stay positive about it because if they do pull the plug, what can you do, right? I mean, you could I guess you could set up some sort of wireless version. And there, there's I don't know those the 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 techie guys are very liberty oriented as far as they want to keep their freedom of the internet, and so they're going to do whatever they can to stop that from happening. I trust them, and I thank you for the call tonight. Let's continue and talk to Francis is gone. So let's move to Christian in Pennsylvania. Christian, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, hey, how's everyone doing? Uh, Christian, we're short on time. Go ahead with your thoughts. Okay, in Erie, Pennsylvania, we are having a police problem. Uh, There's one cop who just got caught on YouTube in a bar making fun of an African-American guy who was just shot. Oh, I saw that. uh, He was using quite a filthy mouth to uh, to do it as well. And, uh, well, I, I myself am a cop watcher, and I've, I've had situations where cops hit my camcorder, and mm-hmm. I've gotten people off charges because I was right there on the spot taping it. And Good for you. That's... I feel that everyone should do that. If you have a camcorder, you see some cop act, you have the right to do it. Absolutely. You know? I'm a huge fan of CopWatch. Uh, you, I think it's CopWatch.org is the website you can go to because cameras are the the activist's, uh, activist's best friend and best weapon oh, yeah, against definitely. tyranny. Thank you for the call tonight. We're short on time. But yeah, go and look into CopWatch. And cameras are so affordable today. There's no excuse as to why you can't have one with you virtually everywhere you go. I've got, the, you know, I've got a BlackBerry cell phone with internet service, so anywhere I am, if my phone is with me, I've got a video camera that can instantly upload to the internet and that is the best defense against police tyranny invaluable we continue uh gene the christian anarchist with the last 20 seconds go ahead hey i finally got through on ladies talk live yes sir (laughs) well uh are you going to have to change your policy? I mean, if the ladies start dominating the show... Yeah, you know, that's true. To... If it starts to become all ladies all the time, we will have to make it a fair and even uh, non-discriminating phone policy. Otherwise, it'll become a chick show. But for now, we're going to enjoy it, because I do like talking to the ladies, Gene. Right. I'll call you back tomorrow, then, about China. All right. Can. Very good. Always good hearing from you. Thank you for the call tonight. It has been Ian here with you. Ed Wade and Mark. If you joined us for the first time tonight, join us for the second time tomorrow night. We do this show six nights per week, Monday through Saturday from 7 to 10 o'clock at night Eastern Time. Thanks for listening. More Free Talk Live coming up then and online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. 